Hello and welcome to our lucky episode 13 uh, of Your Average Critics. This is going to be our podcast special on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So of the 15 films that have been released so far, we're going to rank them all uh, and discuss our favourites, our least favourites. Um, I know there's going to be some hot debate, especially around Captain America 1. Um, you're going to fuck. <laughs> me and Obi are going to fall out. Um, we're also going to talk about the Marvel uh, film um, TV shows that are on Netflix. Oh, are we? Um, yeah, we can discuss oh, okay, them. Cool. I didn't know we were talking um, about them. Alright, cool. And then, but first of all, we're going to start off with our review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So, needless to say, there are going to be spoilers for all films, all TV shows associated with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, especially Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm. But by the time this is released, it should have been out for at least a week or so, so hopefully you've had a chance to listen to it uh, and watch it. If you haven't, then watch it and then come and revisit this podcast. But... Without further ado, I'm joined by Chris, Ollie, and Obi. Hello. And we all watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2, mm. so we can all talk about it. Joe's dead. Yeah, I think Joe's dead. Mm. But um, Joe's like Peter Quill's father, isn't he? Absent for 34 years and then comes out <laughs> the woodwork. <laughs> so let's talk about that then. All right. Quick synopsis. Should we give a quick synopsis? Oh, just give us a quick synopsis, mate. Okay, so I think the Guardians are, you know, being paid to... Like protect stuff. Um, I think it starts with them protecting bat- batteries or something yeah. from yeah. some big alien. They fight the alien. Groot's there being cute and whatnot. And yeah, they beat the alien. They get thanked by th- these gold people. What are the gold people called? She's like the, the princess something, isn't she? Yeah. She's but, like some high court yeah. princess. These gold people who I find really annoying. But anyway. Um, so yeah, they get paid by them. They leave. We find out Rocket stoles. Like, stoles. Awful English stole something from them, uh, and as they're driving away in their spaceship, they get um, bombarded by the gold people uh, in their ships and whatnot. They manage to fight them off. They crash land on some planet. Uh, My Peter... God, you're actually just describing the whole film. Yeah, I'm going through it. Yeah, I think you were just gonna do, do like a, a brief overview. Is like basically so... Rocket steals something. They go after Rocket. They find Peter Quill's dad. That's literally what I was no, about to I say. I wasn't saying that. I was. Saying, <laughs> I thought you were just gonna do like a, a really broad range of. Okay, so the film is about this. I didn't realize you were gonna do the whole film. I was literally just gonna go through the quick the, the main scene. points of the film. <laughs> but whatever. Know, mate, they crash on. down the planet. They find Peter Quill's dad. They go to Peter Quill's dad's planet whilst Rocket and all them not do some other stuff. Chaos ensues. Film fucking ends. I'll cut it there because you're not fucking having a go at me. All right. Jeez. Uh, so the main point is about Peter Quill and his father. And then there's a subplot about um, uh, Yondu and his scavengers. Um, and then Nebula and Gamora. So I think... I feel really bad for Obi though. Yeah, so you should. Fucking arsehole. I wasn't going to bring it up, but I brought it up. So I just jumped on the wagon. So on an overall level, what did you guys think of the film? I really enjoyed it, personally. I thought it was really good. Really thought... funny. Good bit of action, you know. Yeah, I agree. Group was cute. It was good stuff. Uh, I thought it was good. I didn't think it as good as the first one. Okay. I thought they made it... They tried to make it really funny, which they did. It was funny. But... Is that not what the, you want to see? As the plot goes, I didn't think it was the greatest plot or the greatest villain, but it was a good film. Okay. And I... I thought it was... Good, I. Oh, you seem like straining saying that. Certainly, think uh, it'd be interesting where we put this in our rankings. But 
And we're not going to talk about that. I'm claiming that you're going for 12 but, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> it was not as good as the first one. I think my problem with it is they basically looked at the first one and said, what did people like about it? Oh, Groot, Drax's laugh and the visual comedy. Okay, so let's just pump that up by a million. And then, like yeah, like you said, the villain wasn't very good. I think it was too sentimental. So that every every character, you you find out a bit about family and stuff. And mm. it's just too... Like, well, there's just too much of it. So, like, obviously you've got Peter and his dad. Then you've got Gamora and Nebula. Then you've got um, Rocket and Yondu even have a little sort of mm. thing. And then... I was just like, it's, it's just really, too much. Really apparently, apparently the ending was meant to be a lot. It was meant to be really sad, but they cut that. What was going to be sad? About I thought it was quite I sad. It was quite no, sad. No, no, yeah. but they were, I don't know how they were going to make it really. It was like meant to be really like morbid, sad. Okay. Like, okay so spoilers. What what ending are you on about, Chris? So, I don't know what part of the ending they're saying. I don't know if they mean like someone would die when they were going against Ego, the living planet, or whether when Yondu gets sent out to space, the scavengers didn't come. I don't know if they were one mm. of those two things was a sad ending, but I mean the ending. You're right. The ending was sad. But Yondu gets pushed out. They do all the fireworks things, and then the thousands of scavengers come along and see him off. See him off, which mm. was quite teary. Sort of, we cry a little bit. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I'm it's not. It's not a nice way to end the film, really. Yeah. Like such a happy-go-lucky film, and then it's mm. like a bit of a. I quite like it when they were all doing the um, obviously all the different. Well, the different there's like three of them, different scavenger ships. Like said their piece, and they did the little like chest bomb a couple times. Yeah. And the guy, his mate who um, helped him out, was like, "Yeah!" <laughs> like, his chest. What were they part of? The Nova Corp. No, they're the original. So Sylvester Sloan's character. Yeah. He's the original Guardians. Is he? Yeah. So from the seventies, there. That's what one of the post credit scenes about. Look it up on the interweb. So he wasn't part of the Nova Corps. Don't think so. You can you can validate that. Boom. Glenn just dropped some knowledge right there. Yeah, I'm going to be vindicated just like I was about... Uh... Actually, I'm not even going to say it. I was going to mention the DC film, and I was like, I can't do that in this podcast. Yeah, that's true. That's Whoa, true. almost. Copyright and all Almost, like, spoiled the MCU podcast. But, um, yeah, like you said, the family bit was just too much for me. Like, fair enough, if it's like Peter and his dad, yeah, I could possibly have another subplot about mm. family but in every single character even mantis and drax it was just like mm. you spent yeah like i get character development mm. and i like character development mm. but when it's all so repetitive i was just a bit i was like nah and i feel like so this film i think was a lot funnier than the first one but yeah, i feel like well. they had to do that to compensate for all of the sentimental bullshit he's part of the nova corpse he's a nova corpse member all right, but they're also part of the original Guardians, supposedly. That's who they're in the post credit scene. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say his name. I don't know. That's what how, do you know, how do you know he's part of the original Guardians of the Galaxy if it didn't say his name? Well, I read an article. If you re- read the uh, what the, the post credit scenes are about. Read Wikipedia, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. Hey, you've got to believe everything you read. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we digress. Ollie, what did you like about the film? What did I and like? What did, and what didn't you like? Okay, so I, I, I mentioned this to you guys after we saw it, but I, I actually found it oh, so much easier to understand mm. because at the end of the first one, I was like, what? Why is this guy suddenly he can hold this stone mm. that everyone else dies from? Mm. That gets explained in the second movie, um, so that made sense for me. Didn't it also get explained at the end of the first movie? 
Do you want to tell us what you're referring to? Very mm. briefly, isn't it? Yeah, because no, didn't the woman say that he was oh, part something, part Different girls. genealogy. Yeah, but I suppose you're right, because the dad explained it in quite yeah, a lot of depth, a bit more detail. They? Yeah. Yeah. What didn't you like about it? What didn't I like about it? Um, I don't know. I think these sort of films, their their fight scenes are always way too over dramatic, okay. and they just like last for what oh, seems wow. like eternity. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit man of steely. Exactly, yeah. exactly That's that. Fun. Yeah. But um, well, me personally, I think I liked about it. I like the sentimental stuff because unlike Glenn, I have a heart. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like I don't mind the sentimental stuff. I I think I agree with you in that. Um, a bit of Rocket and Yondu that's yeah. like, that was a bit forced I think yeah. I don't really think that was really a thing that needed to be you know. can't really relate to a, a racket well, can you yeah but apart from that I thought it was really good it was really 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 funny um, Drax just had, like all, pretty much all his answers were hilarious basically when he kept calling Mantis ugly I was cracking <laughs> like, I was, you I was are disgusting he was like I'm trying not to vomit at the sight <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget yeah. to shoot. They're like, shoot, Mantis is saying about, oh, some planet's beautiful, and he was like, so are you. I mean, on the yeah. inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like a flip at the end, though, wasn't it? Because it, like, in the end, you kind of feel like he was falling in love with her. I don't no, think said, so. At the end, he said, you're beautiful, on the, and then he said, on the inside. On the inside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I still feel like, I feel like there's going to be some kind of relationship Fair there. Enough. Maybe, that's to be fair, maybe. But yeah, I already liked it. Um, what didn't I like? What did you think of the fight between Gamora and her sister? I thought it was alright. Yeah? Did you like the fact that they became mutual buddies for a bit because she just wanted someone to be there for her? Yeah, I think that was probably the family bit that I liked the most. Yeah. I can understand, I understand, I can understand like, it. Nebula's going off to oh, go and fuck up Thanos. I think what I really, really liked actually was when, um, so obviously spoiler, but whatever, when uh, Peter, no, when Peter's dad reveals to him that he gave his mum brain cancer oh, yes. and, and straight away um, uh Peter, like without any reaction was like bang just started shooting him yeah like, that was pure rude. pure emotion and rage that I really, was really I, good I really like that you know I didn't see that coming I, did I? I did did Neither you like when he started talking about it and he was talking about how he'd like been with all these other women I was mm. like oh yeah. wow he's mm. done something here he's mm. done something bad mm. but do you think do you think Peter Quill is going to have that celestial ability I know it's no he doesn't, doesn't no but do you think he'll have it like in some part somewhere else down the line I think maybe it might be like uh, dormant inside him. Maybe. So, I think so sorry, a bit of context here, listeners. Like, so it, Peter Quill's dad is called Ego, um, which is quite an on-the-nose name. Yeah. But he is basically a celestial, which is like some sort of... He's not a god, but he's pretty powerful. Mm. And he's created this planet. Uh, which, well, he is the planet. He is the planet, and it feeds him, and he needs another celestial to... Uh, Basically take over the universe. Um, And he's been fathering all these children on different planets, but none of them them have been capable enough to hold his power. And then Peter Quill can. um, And then, so he's trying to use his energy and then he reveals that he killed his mum, effectively. So then, yeah, Peter started brepping. I've got two things quickly I want to mention. So the first thing, one thing I didn't like, the bit where... um, uh, you know where egos, he's just got like a skeleton. Yeah. And he's slowly regenerating to. I thought that bit was like it just looked really shit. Like, I d- do you know what? One of the things, so the CGI in this film, I thought was actually quite bad. Yeah. It wasn't um, um, yeah, it wasn't actually, was it? It wasn't mm-mm. good at all. It no. just looked really shit, really, really like really cartoony. But maybe they did that on purpose. Um, I don't know. I feel like. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, I don't know. It does, it does. Really what I want to know is, so we it reveals that he's had multiple children, none of them could. Yeah. Uh, handle his power mm. I kind of wanted that to be explored a bit more 
Like, it was just kind of like a fleeting reference. You see some skeletons and some skulls. I don't get... So, sorry. I know you guys were just saying that he reveals to Peter that he uh, gave his mum uh, the brain tumour. But why did he do that? Because he was falling in love with her. Yeah. And he was to stop... He was doing... Why, why did he tell he, Peter? He, he could have just... Can. Yeah, but he, he surely must have thought, oh, he's probably not going to take this well, right? Yeah. If he had not said that... Never would have known. Probably yeah, would, have ended, would, would, have, it? Would, yeah. would have ended mm. right there. That's true. Poor, <laughs> poor move from Ego but, there. Uh, unless, unless, of course, when he connects with his father on the celestial level, he knows everything that his father knows, and then he would eventually just find out anyway. Maybe. Or maybe he was just saying it because he's, he's quite heartless. He's, he's, kind, he's the yeah. guy that's saying, well, everything should be my... Everything should be like me, yeah. and I need to take over everything. So then there should be nothing in our because way. He's planning to destroy like the whole galaxy. So I doubt he cares much about his son's feelings. Yeah, so. but I feel like that would have been it. Would have worked better as a plot point if one of the other characters had found out and mm. then told him. Mm. So like rather what? than oh, well, rather than mother. ego saying, "Oh yeah, I put that tune in your mum." If like to Gamora be fair, had though, found how the out, hell are you gonna find that? Yeah. Out? Well, because Mantis can basically when she touches him, she can probably feel some of his feelings can I just say that bit when when Mantis touches um, Drax the Destroyer mm-hmm. and she sees she's obviously seeing when his children are alive or just being killed mm-hmm. yeah. I genuinely thought that she had seen that Gamora had killed his children is that what happens in the comic I don't know because he says that Thanos kills him but didn't wasn't Gamora and Fain- Nebula yeah. and Nebula um, Thanos Thanos's story. children who yeah. would do his dirty work for him mm. So Ooh, I generally thought I generally thought that was that there because because when Gamora came out, that's Mantis pop, stopped. That's didn't she? for Infinity War. Yeah, mate. Well, maybe. maybe. Heard it here from Chris Carey first. I mm. um, just want to mention that we did have a little Google, and um, whilst uh, Starhawk or Stuckar Ogord, which is Sylvester Stallone's character, is part of the Nova Corps, they part. are also part of the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, that's one of the post-credit scenes with Martin X, Charlie Twenty Seven, Alita. Uh, and Yondu and Mainframe. Do you think? Who was voiced by Miley Cyrus? Yeah, yeah. Did not get that. Do you think they will make a spin-off with them? I think it seems like it. Yeah. It seems like they were gearing up. For what are they going to name it? Like Nova Corps. Maybe. And then when they're going to bring the the good the the superhero Nova in? Is that that was uh, one from the first one, wasn't it? Glenn Close's character. She was Nova Prime, wasn't she? Huh? Do you not remember? No, obviously not. Okay. What are you talking enough. about? No, but Prime. So when they, in the first film, you know you had like John C. Riley's character in the first Guardians of the Galaxy film. He's the one who catches Peter. They're like the police. Oh, right. And then there's that woman with the big white hair and she's Nova Prime. She's Nova Prime? Jesus. Pretty sure. Anyway, Chris will Google that. Mm. Um, I want to ask you guys, so we're talking about Yondu's death and how it's quite poignant, I guess. Mm. But... Was it, like... Because uh, <laughs> for me, like, obviously Yondu sacrifices himself and it's like, oh, you know, I was the father of... You, you and my father all along. Mm. Again, I don't remember much between the two of them mm. to suggest any sort of familial is bond. Yeah. And it's just kind of like... We've had no it's like scenes a, of them together. I know what you mean, but it was like a love... It was like a love-hate thing. Like, he, like he, Peter hated... Yondu, but he was kind of all he had growing up. So it's like obviously he's being a surrogate father and all that. So like, but there weren't enough still... scenes of them together but for us still... to have that that uh, fair enough that understanding of their I, relationship. I got, I got it. To be yeah, but so he's it. not your father. He's your father. He's, but he's not your dad. Yeah, but he ain't your dad. <laughs> but it's it's kind of that like, that thing about like that, so. in real life, like if someone adopts a child, 
is the person who who conceived them their father as the person who's looking after them in their life their father. No, I'm not. I'm not disputing and the fact that father, also, the daddy, and also when you find out when you find out that pe- that ego is basically <clears throat> this guy who just wants to use his son to become a celestial or take over the world. You kind of get the feeling that Yon, well, you know that Yondu's doing it to protect him, that he's kept him like this. But yeah. obviously, he can't be, he can't be the father that he everyone expects him to be because he's got to be this hard mm. guy who just wants to mm. steal stuff and beat yeah. up people and yeah. stuff like that. So that's why you can't get that proper father figure. But then you also get the references like he's saying about how he pl- used to play Peter's music in the spaceship and how he would like send Peter to do these things on his own and that's why the other guy got really annoyed with him what yeah. <laughs> oh does it because he said things about the music yeah when Peter's um, uh, fired his dad he's like you shouldn't have killed my mum and squished my Walkman yeah. <laughs> 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 he puts him on the same like left same pedestal <laughs> sorry carry on what, is, what did you think of the music in this in this film then not as good as the first one no but still alright awesome mixtape volume 2 is not as good as awesome mixtape volume 1 yeah I agree okay Fair enough. Well, that's one of the big selling points of this film, isn't it, in terms of marketing, is that the soundtrack. Mm. Um, all right, anything else that you guys want to say? About... I want to talk about the post-credits. Yes, so... yeah, let's do that then. We... Quickly, I thought they were all shit. So there are five of them. I can't remember all of them. Yeah, so we get Groot is older. So mm. that's, Teenage Groot. We're looking at the next movie, Groot is not baby Groot anymore. Mm. That's pretty so, cool. I like that. So between Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Avengers Infinity War, there's four, four years. years. Yep. So he might be... He might actually be fully grown group by then, or he could still be teenage. Did you also group. notice in that post credit scene? Because you know, not, none of them can understand group besides Rocket. But then Peter. But no, this one, can. Peter Quill yeah. can. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that to it. That's a bit of easier communication between the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Also, so. a bit of trivia: James Gunn, who wrote the film and directed it, um, he gave Vin Diesel a version translated of what Groot actually says. So, Vin Diesel essentially gets paid millions of dollars to go buy him Groot. But then James Gunn wrote what the translation of each line would be. So he says it in a different way. Yeah. So I it, can't believe he was actually Groot in this one. And it's like, yeah. it's baby Groot. Anyone could have done that. He doesn't even do the mocap. Sort of James a, Gunn's uh, cousin does the mocap. Oh, right. right. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. But anyway, yeah. So that was the what, that was one of the five. What were the other four? Um, well, I just, I mean, the others were just like little snippets. So we had one with Stan Lee, which was a bit, you know, Lame. cliche, so rubbish. I think, I think that's to hone in on what you were saying earlier before the podcast, that he He's the watcher. He's a watcher. So essentially, every cameo he's had in all of the films, uh, he's all the, he's the same character in each one, but he's observing all of the characters and he's he observes everything that goes on in the universe, mm-hmm. which is quite a. Stanley should a be cool his role. own superhero. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> What's the other one? You got the one where the guy's playing with the. Um, no, so the last one that I, I just wanted to say was so the very ending was that the the gold people um, from mm. the very beginning have created some super life form that, I guess, because they want revenge against the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that gets revealed to us. But who, who was it? Adam. And we assume it's Adam Warlock, who is a villain or superhero in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I thought he was a hero. So did I. But maybe he's going to be one of these characters that starts off as a villain and yeah. becomes a hero. Um, I've I got to say, that was a really lame way to say, oh, you know, she's created this awesome 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 being i'm gonna call you adam <laughs> yeah adam and eve isn't it? it's like yeah if, i know i was thinking that but i was like come on it's like, like if you anything it's if I, like if you have a baby and you call it ian like oh it's baby ian or keith, oh, keith. <laughs> baby keith mm. um yeah so that's adam warlock but interestingly in the first guardians of the galaxy when we see the collector's little den apparently there's a uh, adam warlock's 
like cocoon there or pod or whatever it is but apparently James Gunn admitted that that was a bit of a mistake like looking back on it because he wanted to include him in this film but obviously Mm. kind of made a little homage to him in that Mm. Um, I mean you could you could essentially say that they were looking after Adam Warlock uh, because that's what the the, uh, what's his name the collector that's what the collector does he looks after stuff because essentially they've put the infinity stones there for him to look after Mm. not knowing that he's got two because he's got the red Uh, one from four and he's got the purple one yeah or no he used to have the purple doesn't have the purple one anymore is he going to come back into it do we think I think he is because I'm pretty sure he's a villain yeah because he seems to have quite a lot of you know he it was building that he was going to try and collect all of them right so at the end of Thor Dark World when they give him the ether he's like one down five to go and then obviously he gets the second one in Guardians of the Galaxy and then you just don't but he doesn't keep the second one though because the second one then gets used to put, put, put in that hammer and that's when Peter Quill and all the others hold their hands together and then they're like, like yeah. shaking about. And then he gets put in that Nova, their, their thing. And then that's when Thanos stands up and says, I'll do it myself or something, doesn't he? Okay, fair enough. But, I just um, thought maybe he'd, he'd be more of a character, like a Nick Fury, but the anti-Nick Fury just mm. popping up here and there. And The thing know. is, though, he must his place must have been destroyed by that by when that girl held onto the Infinity Stone and yeah. died. But he's still alive. And then, well, he is still alive, but then you saw that Oh, I forgot his name, that duck. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck is now <laughs> he's on that prostitute he, planet. <laughs> yeah, he's now just roaming about doing whatever he's got to do. Yeah. I don't know if that has any reference to the collector being finished. I don't know. Maybe. There were a lot of cameos in this, um, which was really funny. So, like, obviously, David Hasselhoff was one of my favourites. <laughs> when he's like, I wanted my dad to be David Hasselhoff, and then Kurt Russell turns into David I was Hasselhoff. so disappointed they didn't include the theme tune for Night Rider. Yeah. I thought they would have at some point. Might and be might be post credits or on the on the C day maybe. And what were the other two post credits? So you had the then? guy doing the whistle with the arrow. Was his name Kruger or something like that? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then he poked. And he, he got Drax in it. <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> as well. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the fifth one. Um, I feel like it was science to the Avengers, but it probably wasn't. Mm. They were all quite underwhelming. I thought. But this is there were going to be five post credits in the football. You know, it's really bugging me. I can't figure they're out. They're going to lead into something bigger. Trying to think of them sequentially. Be like a massive like you know clue to or easter eggs or so, something yeah. else but we didn't really get any we didn't really get any of that I feel, I feel like they were a bit of a waste of time yeah I mean just the, the last one they're, they're given a new character mm. um, but I don't, I don't yeah. know how that's gonna I think that, that one and maybe the um, the one with Sylvester Stallone in it those are probably the, the, the two most that was the, that's ones. the one we've yeah. not mentioned the original Guardians one. Oh, is that so we've got the original yeah. Guardians we've got Teen Groot we've got the guy playing with the arrow yeah then we've got Stan Lee and then, oh, yeah. then we've got Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. Oh, okay. Yeah, those two. So Adam Warlock and original Guardians, probably the two most useful. They could have just had those two, I think. And then I think the, the group one were... was fine, though. It's pointless, though. But I think it's to show, because those are people don't like transition from films. So if we had the film where he's baby Groot and then he's all of a sudden teen Groot in the next film, everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah. what? That's a bit of yeah. a... But if you show it in the post credit scene, you're kind of like, oh... So this has happened then already. So it, we're we're prepared for it for the next one, or in the next one we're prepared for him to be full grown Groot again, kind mm, of yeah. thing. And also, obviously, like Chris mentioned, Peter Quill can now understand him. Mm. Um, so you could get the assumption that everyone else could understand him. So therefore, when you come and see the next film, I half expected Doctor Strange to turn up in the so film, and I, I kind of well. wanted him to. Yeah. See, I don't think he will because he's got some association with Thor, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's going to be in so Thor: Dark I think World. The person that um, should have Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Sorry, they should have linked it to. They should have linked it to the villain in Captain America 3. No, 4-3. Because I okay. feel like that's a spacey kind of thing. 
So then the association could have been made, made there. Because I assume at some point they're going to collide together. Yeah. And as Hulk and Thor both in space on some island doing mm. God knows what, mm. you'd have thought there was been some like kind of association there. But I thought they were going to get like Thor and Hulk going to get a little cameo as well. You know the bit where they were showing like, all the different all worlds the jumps. Being, just being destroyed? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought maybe they'll show... <laughs> that's they'll show, that's uh, exactly what I thought. Asgard or... Yeah. Hulk World. Yeah, or something like that. I have got to say that uh, not, not enough films do post credits like good post credits so these ones did something which I enjoyed but the one thing that I think always stands out is back for Rush Hour is their post credit scenes where it's just the outtakes yes mm. I think every film should do that oh. just because I'm always online just YouTube bloopers and gag reels mm. for these sorts of things I'd love to see that I tend to find that there are a lot of films that do have uh, gag reels at the end though because the film's so bad like like what's that one with um Dane Cook, it's like my best friend's girl or something. I'm pretty sure that's got bloopers at the end. That's because that film is shit. And then they're just like, oh look, it's, it was actually funny, but no. But Russia, though, Russia has some quality outtakes. Do, do you feel that those five? I know you said maybe five was a bit overkill, but did they all have to be in Guardians? Could they not have split some of those important factors out across? Any of the other films? Maybe Thor Ragnarok? Probably. Or Doctor well, Strange? Wasn't the Stan Lee one? Didn't we see him prior to the... Yeah, we did. Mm, so yeah. that was just Pointless. unnecessary. That was just in there for the sake of it. The Arrow one was funny, but I'm sure they could have had that within the actual film. Mm. Maybe. But the, um, but that was kind of straight after it finished. It was I wasn't even sure if that was one of the post credit scenes, because it doesn't actually happen during the credits. But wouldn't he become leader of the scavengers if he's I got thought, that with uh, the arrow? No, because they're all dead. I thought that that was his special power. Yondu's no. special power. All, being all, able to all of the arrow. all of yeah, with his red yeah. thing on his head. All but of I can use it. So I was like, okay, it's not special. Though. All of um, all of his crew are dead. Yeah, but the scavengers are a whole collective. That's yeah, what they're all doing he, that funeral. But he wasn't. Yondu wasn't the leader of all of them. Yeah, but he might be becoming leader of some crew. Not anymore, know. mate. He's dead. Yeah, but he's got a fucking arrow to kill anyone. Yeah, I mean, the arrow seems a bit overpowered, if I'm honest. I mean, well, it didn't kill Drax, which was interesting. Yeah, but... It, it goes through everybody, but just sticks and Drax. Maybe because he couldn't control it. Maybe. Mm. Or maybe because Drax, Drax is that got some, yeah, some absolute wank body. Mm. <laughs> so, Guardians 3 is going to happen after Infinity War. Yeah. So, are those films going to collide? Overlap? Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in Avengers Infinity War. But, but don't know if they're going to be friend, foe, yeah. or a mixture of both. So let's we'll talk about the future of the MCU after we've done our rankings. Mm. Does anyone want to mention anything else about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 before we start? Um, I really liked it when... I always like this in films when they... Like, all the music gets really dramatic and you see all the main characters in the film. They kind of, like, pan around so you can see all of them in the same shot. I really, I really like that in this, in this film. So, yeah, it's yeah. the sort of thing I like. It like the Avengers as well and Captain America, I think they did as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was the iconic thing in Avengers, wasn't yeah. it? That, uh, that's that's, all me that's what makes Avengers look... Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he almost gave away his ranking there. The thing for me is I thought that Guardians could have like really honed in on a lot of other films in this one. I think they genuinely... Because the amount they were hopping about, mm. it kind of just makes you think uh, there were so many reference points that you could have pulled in. Maybe maybe we missed loads. But also maybe. when Ego, um, his seed on Earth starts growing... I thought, I think we mentioned this after we saw it in the cinema, I thought we'd see some of the Earth Avengers characters that we recognise. It doesn't have to be mm. anyone huge. It could be fucking Hawkeye, for mm. what, I what, care. What, what town was it in? Oh. Because it wasn't it from where? Virginia? Yeah. Was it Virginia? No idea where it was. But, yeah, I thought, you know, they missed a the trick there. Yeah. And I want to know, 
is Nick Fury like going to be in any of the other films? Because he's kind of he was in pretty much every single one up until about Age of Ultron, and then Don't seems know. to have fallen off the face of the earth now. Is he still undercover? <laughs> or underground? I don't know. I don't know because I quite like Nick Fury. Mm. I like seeing him pop up like, here. Has he appeared in one after Captain America two? Because I know he was underground in Captain America two. No, he was in um, he was in Age of Ultron, wasn't he? Because they go to um, they go to Hawkeye's house, don't they? He's not. He's not there, is he? Yeah, What's he, this? He's in the, the shed in Hawkeye's house. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Because that happens after. Yeah, I just watched that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so what film is that? That's Captain America. No, that's Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. So yeah, because he goes off in Captain America two, doesn't he? And then he comes yeah. back in in the thing. So and I should. Assu- he's still on the ground, isn't he? I assume he's cu- well because we don't watch Age. I think the problem we have as a collective is we don't watch the TV series, and I think Agents of Shield does hone in on some of these points quite mm-hmm. a bit because Coulson's in. Agents of Shield. I miss him. I lo- I want him in the film. Well, he's in he's in all of the Agents of Shield, and mm. they explain in depth, which is probably why season one wasn't great. Why he's still alive? Mm. Why is he still alive? They have some research facility, mm. and they did something with some alien tech, and it brought him back to life. Fair enough. And then okay. they tried to t- try to wipe his memory of it, and then somewhere along the line, he's gaining back his memory of it. But I think. Season one and two, I can't remember what season one of it. I don't even know if it's on season four yet. But Agents of Shield hones in on the Inhumans quite a bit, Alien Tech quite a bit, and Agent Coulson. Okay. So. But none of the Avengers know he's still alive, do they? Not I'm aware of, because the whole point of Avengers one was that they knew he was dead. They thought he was dead to come together to kind of. Yeah. And then how how annoyed would they be at Nick Fury for doing it? I don't know. There might be mixed views. They're not exactly together at the moment though, are they? So. Okay, well... Oh, quickly, sorry, sorry, one last thing that I probably didn't like that much about film. I suppose it's true of most Marvel films. Like, the villain is really powerful but really weak at the same time. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, What's this, sorry? Say, I was saying one thing I don't like about this film and most Marvel films is that the villain's really powerful but also really weak at the same mm-hmm. time. So, like, he's supposed to be basically this sort of, like, almost God. He can create worlds, he can create planets, he can create whatever he wants, but then you can destroy him by... Blowing up uh, his brain, his brain, or the center of the. And it was so easy to get to his brain. Yeah. You think he'd have some sort of, I don't know, if he was like omni- omnipotent or whatever. You this know, is what makes me know. think he's not though, because I feel like he said he was a celestial or almost like a celestial. So it makes me think that he wasn't a celestial and he just thought of himself <laughs> like that. Mm. So maybe his ego yeah. got in his way. Yeah, maybe Peter Quill should have been the id. Maybe you never know. Yeah. You look at me blankly. Do you prefer <laughs> Freud? Would we prefer Peter Quill to have powers or to not have powers? Uh, not I have powers. To, I think I agree with you. I want him to have powers. I don't want him to have powers, no. but I want him to have abilities, i.e. he can go to into space and not ex- die, or he can hold the Infinity Stone still. I don't want him to have that electricity where he's like, oh, let's make a ball and let's play catch. <laughs> that, that was funny. That was hilarious. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I feel like, that is funny, yeah, but I don't want him to have that ability because yeah, okay. I feel like... Maybe a little bit of it, like a hint of it, like if you electrocute someone like, this, like that, I don't yeah. know, maybe, but that's about it. I, I feel like it'd be cool, though, because I imagine that several things will be destroyed in Infinity War, um, and if he's... You several know, things. Several things. Several planets. Several buildings and <laughs> Several billion and, people. But, um, and then if Peter Quill can somehow create it all, you know, fix it all back again because of his powers, that mm. might be quite cool. Well, I think the thing you got with the Infinity Gauntlet... That when whoever possesses it or whoever uses it, if it's a good or bad, I feel like the problem you've got is that any wrongdoing that can be done by this glove can then be undone by someone else who wears it. Okay. 
Mm. So I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone needs the ability to be able to create planets or fix planets because I think this Infinity Gauntlet, because of the stones within it, can do something and then undo something. And I think that's going to be not their cop out because I think it's probably what happens. But okay. Well, let's talk about the future of the MCU after we've ranked them all. Yeah. So first of all. Uh, Let's go around and say our number 15. Oh, so, cool. what we consider to be... Well, Ollie can't the... do this, though. Yeah, so I'm only now at 10 films, because I've seen 10 of them. So, Ollie's I can, I give my 10. Why does, why does Ollie do his 10 ranking, and then us three do our... Yeah, Ollie, give, oh. your, give your number 10 first. My, my number so, 10, yes. uh, well, it's got to be Hulk. <laughs> yes, okay. So, let's go through Okay, so the worst, according to Ollie, the worst MCU film of the 15 is Hulk. But Chris. I want to no, sorry. I just want to jump in. Now I, I said to Chris before this, cause I don't. I'm not sure if the Hulk would be considered within this only because it's a different actor mm. from the actual film to who's playing the Hulk now. Um, Chris, you but said that the, official, the general. Yeah, it's it official. Is. It does consider it, and the general makes a cameo. Robert Downey Jr. Oh uh, yeah, gone Makes a cameo um, yeah. as well. So um, I think I'd it's like just to see Liv Tyler back in it then. I think it's because they didn't like the actor, or they couldn't. Um, who played Hulk, or he couldn't go with their schedule. Was it not because he had a contract with the studio for a number of films and then he just had to do it to fulfil that contract? I feel like who? Edward Norton. I feel but like... he didn't do it, though. Well, he was in Yeah, Hulk. he did the one. He was in Hulk, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, oh, that's you just mean saying. the that's studio in general? Yeah. Oh, right. I feel like that was definitely a case with him, but I don't know if it was to do well, with this film or another film. I'm I'm happy they changed it, because they seem to have put a light-hearted character in his place. Mm. Do you not feel bad for Mark Ruffalo? For not actually having his own film now. <laughs> Meh. Well, uh, to be fair, it's probably done him some good because that film got bad ratings, as by our ranking <laughs> right now. So okay. it's probably done him some good. Yeah. So, yeah. Mine, mine's Hulk as well, 15. So 15. Yeah. Yeah. Hulk's 15 for me. Hulk's 15 for me as well. Okay. At least we can agree on yeah. one. Let's talk about days. it. Right, so why was Hulk it's so shit? It's fucking dreadful. I think, I think oh, the problem you got God. is that you've done this Hulk origin story a few times twice in fact the mm. first film that they brought out in 2003, 2003 Eric Banner was so long and was so boring mm. and just didn't make sense really because okay. that genome was put into him so beforehand they don't explain I swear they don't explain in, in the 2000, 2008 or 2009 yeah 2008 so this but, was the second this was the second film yeah. in the MCU yeah. that they created but do you ever. think they, they do you think they were, they, were pl- they were planning such a big universe when they started yeah. this well they I think because they were setting it up weren't they they wouldn't yeah, have true. had uh, Nick Fury and Iron Man mm. um, I think I think the big thing of it of all yeah I agree with you but I think the big thing of it all I think it didn't matter how bad this film did they just had to introduce him mm. and like you said they do they do explain how he gets his powers it's like through that machine I think so essentially Hulk's origin is that he tries to recreate the serum that makes Captain America so powerful mm. but because in Captain America 1 the serum gets destroyed they only have his blood to try and retrograde or retrofit the, the serum and then it fucks up and it's why Bruce Banner turns into Hulk yeah and because also it, I thought there was something to do no, with gamma rays gamma rays but it's it's to do with the serum, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's gamma rays that turn him into the Hulk. Oh, so he's green. But he he <laughs> might he might be trying to recreate it. But when yeah, he's doing the gamma rays, he I can't remember which film it is. I don't know if it's in this film he goes in to stop the machine from exploding, or if it's in this film the machine just explodes while he's in a room. Because I, I, I don't think it's in this. I don't think I'm getting confused between two Hulk I films because I haven't watched them in ages. But it's the gamma radiation that's just the the big talking point. Because I'm of sure it. in the first one. In the oh sorry, in the one we're talking about, yeah. they don't show any anything of him 
turning because I remember we watched it like a year ago they don't show any of him turning into the Hulk no, or, they, or they, 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 they kind of explain it a little bit like later on but the first like half an hour of the film doesn't really explain anything are you talking about the, the guy that, that the Hulk faces because isn't he on some sort of yeah like, yeah he's definitely on some oh, something the, to then turn because he turns into a Hulk character which you said is a Red Hulk Right, that's the uh, Red Hulk. No, no, the Red Hulk no, it's is abomination. Is Red it? Red Hulk is, is um, the general. He becomes Red Hulk in the comics. Oh. This this Hulk's the Grey Hulk, or he's um oh, abomination that blends us in. So uh, according to the synopsis of the Incredible Hulk, uh, in the Incredible Hulk, a new backstory is established where Bruce Banner becomes the Hulk as an unwitting pawn in a military scheme to reinvigorate the super soldier program through gamma radiation. Mm. So he I was think, trying so to... So did they actually show it? Though? I feel like we I should... I swear they don't. Like, can I just... No, so they don't actually... They show it in the snippet, don't they? Because we yeah. just literally just watched the first, like, five minutes of it. Uh, five minutes? I was like, 30 seconds. <laughs> of it back, and it was just like... So do it in the... Not what do you call that? Pre credits. It's not a very good origin story. No, it's not, yeah. but I think it's not I think it's because story. everyone knows the origin story. Well, pretty much. Well, we say this. Well, we haven't debated. <laughs> <it. laughs> but that's well. the thing. So, like, obviously, we've just read as well that um, they have a new backstory based on the Super Soldier. But they, program. but they do have. So they have the original one, which is the gamma radiation, and they've, they've just they've changed, changed it. it so it ties in with the that's rest of the <clears> thing, <throat> isn't it? The rest of the universe. Which makes sense. Yeah. But we would like to have seen him actually be Bruce Banner yeah what he was like before Hulk Mm. true and then then, you know eventually then find out the serum or whatever I think it's I think it's what I was just saying before though I think it's I think they just made a film Mm. to say right we've got the Hulk on board Mm. and maybe it's that thing like you say they've got to renew stuff don't they they've got to keep making stuff in order to keep the rights to certain things so yeah I mean like I know we're not talking about it now, we're talking about the Hulk, but Ego, the living planet, they had to do an exchange for that from uh, Fox, yeah, didn't they? For they had to teenage Negasonic neg- Warhead. Yeah. Yeah. For what? In teenage neg- Negasonic neg- Warhead. Neg- in Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Fair enough. Which, to be fair, I, think, I think Guardians of the Galaxy got the better deal there because teenage Negasonic Warhead's the shittest name for a superhero. <laughs> Can I just say, I don't think either of them got a good deal. Yeah, I don't think Ego, the living planet, was a great villain. And I don't mm. think that she was a great... No. Well, I think we'll talk more about villains throughout this because yeah. I think there is probably one yeah. good villain in the MCU. No, I agree. Um, so Literally. okay, so Incredible Hulk was bad across the board. Um, I think Obi you said uh, the graphics. Yeah, the graphics got for, better. The graphics for, obviously as technology improves, the graphics got better. But I think this original, well, not original, but this this Hulk film, I feel like the graphics are are not very good. So I've got two questions for you then. So the first question is. Of the two Hulk films that we've had, uh, they've both been bad. Is it mm-hmm. actually the Hulk... Uh, is it that both films are just bad? Or is it the property just doesn't lend itself to a good film? So that's my first question. Uh... Is he just better off as a side character, basically? Second question, mm. do you reckon it would have been better then if his origin had been um, sort of done in a post credit scene in Captain America? Because essentially, obviously, Captain America wakes up um, in the present, mm. and then they've obviously part of Captain America was trying to recreate the serum, and if they'd done that at the end of Captain America and it didn't work and it turns into Hulk, mm. I feel that would have been sick. No. Oh wow! Shut down. I'm shutting that down. I, I don't want. I think that's. A good I, idea. I think it's a good idea, but I'm only saying no to it is because you don't really see the strength of him in in. If you did a snippet that small, you don't really see the strength of him. I think when you make films like this, you see that like. 
creating another bad guy similar to him is really dangerous and that he is actually really powerful himself kind of imagery yeah. and I think you're right I think it does lend itself to its own downfall really because you have got such a strong being and you've only got earth-like creatures that are going to battle it unless you're going to go from the I don't know if I ever used to watch it but the Hulk cartoon mm. and he used to have this major villain that used to always go against I think it was like a little little face with a big brain or something if I'm, mm. oh, unless I'm getting it confused Brainiac no, that's super, no. that's DC. Boo. But um, unless I'm getting confused with Mojo Jojo from uh, Powerpuff Girls, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure there was like that kind of villain <laughs> from another from another planet that was. Or, that Hulk was this? No, I don't, oh, right, don't, I don't even know his name. But I was like, uh, Granite Hulk. Is it me or does his size come like very? Yeah. In, so I think in, I think in, in theory films. he as he gets angrier, he's meant to get stronger and bigger, right? bigger. Okay. But you're right, because I think from the original film, he's substantially smaller than what he is in this film. Mm. But yeah, I mean... It's like King Kong, isn't it? They just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. But, I, I mean, it, it's this film that came out in 2008 is better than the one that came out in 2003 by a mile. However, 2003 at least explained the story a bit, mm. although their story was pretty rubbish, cause, mm. but their story was his dad injected something into Bruce when he was a baby... Then Bruce went and did this gamma radiation thing and then he turned into Hulk and his dad was already the Hulk. Right. In the original one, I believe. This one, it's the super serum soldier. Yeah. And the gamma radiation turns Bruce into this thing and then he's got his that love for Betty where he doesn't want to hurt anyone mm. and he tries to keep himself, his mind stimulated. Yet the colonel, I don't know what his name is, wants to get him, doesn't he? Or wants to recreate him because mm. he could be an army weapon kind of thing yeah okay thought uh hulk number 15 or number 10 um villain shit too sorry so but who would be the villain well that's the thing like you need someone who's physically as big as hulk yeah. don't you unless you unless you brought loki into it now but then mm. you wouldn't know who loki was mm. so maybe you're right maybe the story maybe the film should have gone in order of iron man then maybe iron man 2 4 then hulk or could hulk be a villain because he's he, he seems like quite a villainous character like all the iconography of him like he's big and green and like huge and destroys things and gets angry like if he was introduced as a villain in one of the superhero films that might have been good and then he turns on the good side but that might how work. would you create well, Bruce Banner's always good, good yeah so how do you make him a villain well, because Hulk's the when villain. He, because he's yeah Hulk because he's like uncontrollable, isn't he? Really. But what happens when they turn him back to Bruce? Mm. Yeah, but they could. Be, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I know what you mean. I know. They what you could mean, make though. a serum where he's permanently Hulk for a bit, and then they have to find an antidote. I don't know. I'm yeah, just true. spitballing here. That, well, I think they could have done with <clears throat> putting the Hulk from later in the later in the series. Series. Like you just said. But, yeah. I think, but I think the it's like I keep saying. I think they just did it for the sake of mm. doing it and having Hulk as an entity. So we know that he's yeah. there. Yeah. And it's like everyone does. Everyone's going to go and watch it regardless if they think it's going to be good, bad, See, wicked. I'm not sure because considering this was the second film in the MCU, mm-hmm. they only had Iron Man to go off. Mm-hmm. So whereas now they're gonna, people will watch it regardless. But you'll have the diehard fans who used to watch that TV series with that bloke who used to... He didn't really look like Hulk, but he was yeah. Hulk. And then you had the cartoon, which everyone used to love as a kid. True. So I don't know. Maybe I'm, there was some... I'm going to say this now, and my list is going to validate this, but Iron Man, the Iron Man franchise, carried the MCU into the Avengers. I feel like without Iron that's Man, fair. the Avengers... The Avengers, like, the films leading up to the Avengers really weren't that good. I, don't think I think Iron Man 1 carries... Yeah. 
I think Iron yeah, Man 1. true. That is true. See, Iron Man 1. I think I'm going to have to debate with you a little bit because I think, personally, you said you thought Captain America was quite good. Oh, yeah, I do. But then, like, as a general, okay. general consensus, it was... I think it's a mixed review. You've got the people who'd like that old school kind of vibe film and then you've got the people who don't necessarily like it. Mm. And then me personally, I think four's quite good. Okay. But, yeah. and I think it did quite well in the origin story, but again, you two might not agree with me on that one. But so I think it was a good average film. Let's progress to number 14 oh. or well, number you, nine. Well, you go for number nine. My number nine. Well, why don't you, you do your four okay. and then you'll catch up to me. Okay, cool. Right, cool. so oh. I'm just going to say my number 14 yeah. is Thor 2, The Dark World. Okay. Oh, what? Oh, uh, you thought it was going to be Captain America. So, I did. Nah, I didn't. Iron Man 3. Oh, trust me, we're going to debate this. So yours is yeah. Iron Man 3. Yeah. Iron, Man Man 3. Iron Man 3, Man 3 is by far one Rubbish. of the worst Rubbish. films I've ever <laughs> watched in my life. Oh my gosh. Rubbish, it is so, so bad. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh. Does that mean I have to say where I've put it now? No, no, no. You, <laughs> no. you can wait. Well, let's wow. talk. Don't look at my list. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just you thought... really high up. I was like... I told you the other day, you said you rewatched these and thought it was really good. And I was like, oh. There's a handful of things I liked about the film. I think I liked the amount of suits he's got because it shows diverse range and that he's going to be yeah uh, I now like the fact that after reading someone's fan free that Pepper Potts could be dead mm. I think that's quite she gets uh, she gets so yeah she so falls into fire and so she gets infected with the extremist virus which yeah. is what Iron Man 3 is about isn't it yeah. so it's Killian someone Killian yeah um, he... well no it's all about it's originally all is about is post-traumatic stress or something like that after um yeah, yeah, so this is the first... But it's Avengers. all about... Man- no. Uh, Mandarin. Mandarin. That and, was and the... Killian. Jesus, that was such a bad twist. Rami, Rami, who Mandarin is again? He's that old bloke who was like saying to do all the terrorist activity and then you find out he's just some bloke from England who's Trevor just drinking, Slattery. drinking beer and he's just got prostitutes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone was like, oh, he's going to be a sick villain. Mm. And then all of a sudden you just find out he's just this bloke who's just mm. been paid to do it. And I was like, See, what? initially, like the first time I watched Iron Man 3, that really fucked me off. Mm. But I rewatched it the other day, and I actually quite appreciate that plot twist now because Killian says um, he says you need to give terrorism a face for people to fear, but obviously he didn't put his own face there because Killian's the mastermind behind the Mandarin, mm. so he employs an actor as like a decoy, mm. and then he can do all this stuff in the background. Is this all you mentioned? Croydon. Yeah. 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 See, <laughs> see, I don't like. I, I like that that you found that connection, and I. I I can appreciate that's in the film, but I just didn't like it. Huh. I just, I've watched that film several times. I didn't like that they had that. What else did you not like about it? Was this also the one where it's about the Iron Man too? I'm Iron Man. This one. is the one where uh, the president goes in the Iron Man suit for a bit. Mm-hmm. This is where uh, Tony Stark is just losing the plot a little yeah. bit. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the first film after the Avengers, and yeah, he's yeah. fallen out the wormhole, and he does have PTSD. Yeah. Um, they, they didn't hone in on that enough. Really. I thought they did. Well, I just thought that was one of the things that, I thought no, really like, the first of all, shot when he, it out when, my when, when he's when he's in the, the calf, he's in the calf, he's in with Rodian and the That's kid one shows. Why they he he yeah. shows the pitch. The kid shows him the picture, and then he's like, <gasps> and he gets into his Iron Man suit and he's like flies off because he's like having the the p whatever you just yeah, said pedias yeah. anxiety. I'm like fine, that's fine by me, but I just. <sighs> it was just is this this is the same one where he crash lands somewhere and a kid helps him build his suit yeah. again, isn't it? It's just. Okay. I, I think this. Do you know what made me not like this film as much when people started saying that the little kid was going to be Iron Man? <laughs> it was really angry. Like it made me angry. I just thought the baddies were just like people just like blowing up after putting a serum inside themselves. So I was like. I think one of the main reasons that I don't like this film is because um, I watched them. I watched Iron Man one, when I watched them. I watched Iron Man one, two, three, 
all at the same time. We're one after the other. And I like the first, really like the first one. The first one was alright. And by the time I got to the third one, I was like, oh, fucking hell. So you need to rewatch. I think <laughs> yeah. you, you need but to rewatch. But is this the one where him and Rodeo are like kind of fighting for a bit? No, that's Iron Man 2. That's Iron Man 2, okay. What's the one where Pepper Potts like, goes into Yeah, that's Iron Man 3. That's Iron Man 3. Yeah, that pissed me off. She should have killed him, man. Yeah. Do you know what makes me even more annoyed? That he. Well, it's less made me less annoyed now I've read this fan theory. However, the fact that he was able to like just fix himself, mm. he's just some at the end of it. I can oh, take the shrapnel out. I can out. take the shrapnel out mm. now, and but I'm still gonna have this massive hole in my chest. But mm. I can take the shrapnel out now, mm. and like yeah. he could fix Pepper Potts like that. Oh, because mm. a few years ago I was so close to doing it, but I was so pissed I couldn't be bothered to do it. So now I'm gonna do it for Pepper Potts. Do you know what? she probably died on that operating table when he's having like some, he's having some like mental breakdown again. <laughs> And that's why that's why they're not together. And he's like to everyone, oh yeah, she's yeah. just off doing whatever. I just, honestly, it had its good points. Like every film has their good points. Although Hulk, maybe not so much. Mm. Um, I don't like. Sorry. So yeah, one of the things I don't like. Uh, Don Cheadle in Iron Man Two or Iron Man Three. That's like, just like, Terrence Howard is the Don. Thank you, Terrence Howard is. Uh, War Machine. He is, he is such a he's such a better actor for me. He fits the character much better than uh, Don Cheadle does for me. Yeah. Do you know what? It's such a joke, the reason why he's not in it. Because he wanted more uh, face time. He wants time in the suit. You didn't want to be in he, he just wanted more uh, oh, points to talk at. Okay. And then he, Don Cheadle gets him anyway. Yeah. 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 So that's the whole joke. Do you think that to spite him? To spite Terrence Howard? No, maybe I think they just. Oh, I, th- no. I think I think the fact that he was demanding it was like, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. or Robert Downey Jr. might have been like, oh, well, maybe wait, they couldn't have given him those assurances when he was going to sign on. Mm. So, have you seen Iron Man three? I have, yeah. Where on your ranking, one to ten, where was it? Um, it probably would have been uh, number eight for me. Okay, so, so quite low down. Quite low down. Well, yeah, I'm what five five films behind you guys, so. <laughs> All right. But then, but relatively though, that would be your yeah, third yeah. worst. Yeah, and I got to agree with Obi you were saying earlier about you know it gets worse mm. throughout the mm. one, two, and three. So mm. evidently, number okay. one's higher up. But yeah, no, fair fair play. Uh, Obi, finish telling us why you, you didn't like Iron Man three. Um, <clears throat> oh shit, what was I gonna say? So you don't like collective Don of points, mate. Collective. Yeah, don't don't cheat or, Um. I can't remember the end, but isn't the end they like in some where are they? Where's the setting at the end? They're they're yeah. in the like they're on where? a, a rocks on ship, a rocks on oil ship, which is what I mentioned to you off yeah. off air. Basically, about. she rocks falls on. she falls down for some reason and she falls into the fiery pit on the floor and then oh, he picks yeah. her up and she's still alive or she's yeah. lying on the floor still alive. I don't yeah. know. It's just a bit meh to be honest for me. Really? It's 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 probably. I just think I don't think any of them apart from Hulk are. Like bad, I would say this is like a six maybe. I was gonna say I think as the films go, I think Hulk's probably a bang on five. Yeah. And it can it only gets better from there. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not this film. Sorry, it's not like this film is crap. It's just that the other films are better. Yeah. So, yeah. Comment on making this list. It was so difficult mm, because yeah. I could probably put so many of them in exactly the same plane. Yeah, yeah I agree with um, you. Because a lot. Of, cause I think because I'm looking at most now, and some like one of the films that which I'm going to talk about in a minute evidently because it's next on the list is quite low but and then I remember when I was watching I was thinking this is actually alright so I reckon for me between low. about 6 and maybe 9 are probably pretty much interchangeable yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Feeling. for me like yeah for me like 7 to like 13 yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think for me for me as it goes I think the top 7 are definite for me mm. and then the rest can be mm. just messed agree, about yeah, I agree. Completely. well 
Bar Hulk at the bottom right. and Iron Man 3 at the bottom. Um, well, I put Iron Man 3 number 6. Why do, you, why do you think it was so good? Yeah, why do you mean? So, well, okay, context here. I think the Iron Man films, while not maybe not necessarily the strongest trilogy, mm. which we could talk about later, mm. but I feel like they are the best for character development because Tony Stark kind of goes through the ringer. So, mm. like, um, first of all, in the first film, you know, he gets, he gets the shrapnel on his chest mm. and he's like this you know, mad inventor. Mm. And then the second Six one, um, hit the, the, the core in him is killing him essentially because it's poisoning him yeah. for the pl- plutonium or pl- palladium or whatever. Mm. Um, and then, so it's about him dying and also about his relationship building with Pepper Potts. Mm. So that's great character development. Also about his daddy issues mm. a little bit. Um, but that's not overplayed too much. And then the third film, PTSD, mm. like consider it. So I thought it was just, He's the only so, one who suffers from that as well. Yeah, so I just thought it was so nice to have to have. Um, Chris is changing his list as we speak. <laughs> it's so nice to have uh, actual repercussions of the yeah, superhero film. That's so that's one that's thing funny. I. I'm, I'm really sorry to mention this in a Marvel podcast, but Batman versus Superman, like there were repercussions of what happens in Man of Steel, mm. but so it actually makes Tony Stark kind of more of a relatable character mm. even though these films are so out there mm. but the fact that he's you know he's probably one of the only like real human characters because obviously um Chris Evans is Steve Rogers Captain America is kind of pumped up yeah. and then Bruce Banner's obviously kind of alien he thaws a essentially a god yeah. so as the only human character who's only but he thing... is a human genius billionaire but he's, he's... <laughs> so he can't also... really relate <laughs> but, no, but his quote unquote superpower is his intellect which helps him build the suit but then he goes into the wormhole comes down and he suffers from that yeah he's, yeah, he's traumatised mm. and I thought that was such a nice oh, not nice is probably the wrong word but such a interesting concept to play with the fact that he's having anxiety attacks and um, but I don't think you can base a whole film's ranking on the fact that he has this because I get we I get what you obviously you but, can no, but, obviously but can. the reason why is because a I thought that was a good plot point okay b I thought his acting was really strong for playing that character um, I also initially I didn't like the twist with Kevin Slattery being the Mandarin uh, Trevor Slattery being the Mandarin but again I understood the reasons why and I thought Killian was uh, a fairly suave villain. Um, see, I don't know. I see, thought... I feel like I could counter all your points, but it wouldn't really matter anyway. Because I think I think your this character building from Iron Man one, two, and three, yeah, it's great. And he's not a bad actor in any of the films though, and he's pretty pivotal in all the films. And I think that. But it's just it was and, just a bit and, more deep. And that than... guy isn't the Mandarin, is he? He's just another villain, and he's just using the he's face. He's created the Mandarin. Mandarin, yeah. Which yeah. is again, you're right. It's clever, but I just think, I just think it was just a really weak storyline. I think that's it for me. I think it was a weak storyline. Fair enough. In comparison for me, to for me other... it's better than Iron Man 2. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Much better than, much I mean, better than Iron Man 2. I mean, as like we said earlier, I don't think any villain... I think I can name maybe two villains that are probably really strong. Okay. And that's we'll, like a push. We'll get to that. Yeah. So, Ollie, I want to know what your number nine was. My number nine? It would probably be Doctor Strange, you know? Okay. Give me number eight. I really was not a fan of no, that. No, because number eight was... Iron Man 3. Well, we'll ah. talk about Doctor Strange later because I think that's quite low down in all of our lists. Mm. So mm. I want to talk about my number 14, which was Thor 2, which... Oh, shit. It's not great. It's it was... Re- where, oh. did you, where did you lot put it on your list? I put it number 8. Number 12. 8. 12. Okay, mm. so we're going to get to that shortly then anyway, weren't we? But, all right. 
Thor 2. So, what was good about Thor, right? First Thor, what I enjoyed about it was essentially, um, you know, he's like this fish out of water. He's, he, he, he goes into the, the diner and he drinks his coffee. He goes, I want another and smashes it on the floor. And it was like, yeah. there was some sort of comedy of him being like in somewhere not knowing all the etiquette, right? And then also the chemistry between him and Loki and their battle. Mm. That's what made Thor work. Thor 2 is mostly about his relationship with Jane Foster, with the beautiful Natalie Portman. Um, and again, like, the Dark Elves were just really shit. Mm. Um, the ether thing didn't make too much sense to me uh, in terms of, like, all the worlds aligning and all the, the gravity being weird. Mm. Um, yeah, Malekith, who's the main villain, and Curse, who's his side villain, which is dreadful. Like, mm. um... What happens with so many of these films is there's a big bad villain like Malekith, like Killian, um, and it's basically their side villain who's more powerful than they are and who gets who takes longer to get killed. Um, this is the same with Iron Man 2. So arguably the main villain in Iron Man 2 is uh, ha- Hammer, whatever his name is. But then... I won't say that. But then Whiplash is like the... But no, but he... No, because Hammer is trying to create something that's better than Tony Stark creates. Yeah, but he's a, And then he's he, an he, gives, he gives the villain the ability to become more of a villain. True. But in the case of Malekith and Curse, like Curse is a lot more difficult to destroy and eventually he does die. And then Malekith dies really easily. Like, the fight doesn't last that long and there's no real threat. I mean, he does kill Thor's mum, but I was just like... Just the and it was too much like a Star Wars film. Mm. So like that's a bad thing. (laughs) Well, because it's it's not a Star Wars film. It's trying. It was homaging too much to that. Like Mm. when they got all their ships flying through Asgard and it's like. But what did you want though? What would you What do you want? Would you want like an army of people storming Asgard? Maybe. Honestly, this this is the problem. Like I think, like for me, maybe maybe it is too high up my ranking because I haven't watched it recently and I I remember it being good personally and. My personal preference is that four films are actually fairly decent, mm. but I think they reignite the flame between Loki and Thor in this film, and I think they show that Loki is still the big bad villain yeah. he is, and he's and he's a lot smarter than people are giving him credit for, and it also shows the side to Loki that he's actually quite depressed, whether he's playing on that or not, you don't know, and then, like I think I think it hones in on Loki quite a lot, and I like that. Maybe that's just me. Mm. No, I like Loki. Um, also. For himself, maybe it's not too much character development. I don't think. I mean, again, not yeah, really, you, 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 you see that he loves Jane Foster, but we yeah. knew that anyway in the, yeah. from the previous film. Um, I think they're just giving her a bigger role in the film, really, as well. Like her being this, mm. this trigger for this, uh, this Ether, new yeah. Eva mm. or this new Infinity Stone or whatever mm. you want to say about it, really. But um, also, what, also, what fucks me off is mainly it's mainly set in Greenwich. And one of the points is that Thor gets stop. transported to Charing Cross and he's and on the tube yeah. and he goes, how do I get to Greenwich? He goes, I'll just take this three stops. It's like... Yeah, because like, we Googled that. Yeah. If you want to go from <laughs> Charing Cross... If you want to go from Charing Cross to Greenwich, you've got to go... You maybe walk to Waterloo and get the Jubilee line yeah. or... I don't know. It's but long. They, do the fucking research. They did say that was like some major plot hole in that. Yeah. But Why would you bother doing that? Like, surely someone's like, oh, where should we get Thor to go? Oh, how about Charing Cross? Oh, yeah. Hmm, but maybe Charing Cross, you can't get there on the tube to... Ju- they could have gone to I mean, 
I don't know, Canary Wharf. Mm. That's on the Jubilee line. Could have got to Greenwich. I mean, inevitably, didn't he? Did he have his hammer at that point? He didn't, did he? Because he could have been flying everywhere anyway. Yeah. If he had his hammer. I mean, yeah, I think there's... I think it's not the greatest film, but for me personally, it's not that low down. I think there's a lot worse films Mm. in terms of storylines and stuff. Mm. I think storylines are pretty weak. The highlight for me, personally, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I I don't think it's great. I think there's points in it that enhance it for me. Mm. Like... I thought like the grenade things that it had were pretty cool, and then they yeah. used that inevitably at the end. And then I think the fact that they introduced the collector at the end, I think, I think for, maybe I'm being biased because I like the four films. Mm-hmm. But, but I think so everyone should be like that to so their own friend, their own. There's a vague subplot in Thor two about Eric Solvig dealing with the fact that he was possessed by Loki in Avengers, and he basically goes mad and starts running around. I hated that. So right, so that is essentially doing a similar thing to what happens in Iron Man 3 mm. with Tony Stark's PTSD. But they just did it fucking shit. They're trying to make it, they tried to make it more comedic, I think, and yeah, it just there no, failed. There's no depth to his, kind of, what he's experienced and he suffering. Naked at one point. Yeah. He get, yeah. And he gets Sometimes naked and he's running around Stonehenge, Stonehenge yeah. and then they see him on TV, they go to the, the place, they pretend to be his... Yeah. And that's that, and and the side that Ian, who's um, all the psychic shit. This is what I wanted to say when, while you guys were talking. I, I just think like, Selvig is a really weak character. I think apart from, uh, I liked Loki in the film, but I like Loki in pretty much every film. Yeah, like Thor's arms are alright. Apart from that, even Thor himself and everybody else. Rubbish. His little Game of Thrones sidekicks like Sith and the ginger bloke who mm-hmm. looks like um, the ginger bloke from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> They're all crap. See, do you know for me, you know you're saying, sorry, you know you're saying earlier that loads of them on a pedestal. I think this is the problem I'm having right now. I think on a pedestal for me, and I hate to say it because nobody's going to hate me for it, <laughs> but it's a good like, it's like 4-2, Doctor Strange, Captain America 1, Captain America 2, Iron Man 2. I think they're all like, on a pedestal for me. So I, this is why I re so context listeners I rewatched most of the MCU films in preparation for this because I didn't remember most of them mm. and inevitably my list changed like Iron Man 3 was quite low down on mine initially um, and that it shot up um, so I've got that benefit of re- but you have you have that you have that underlying un- undeniable hate for Captain America <laughs> so well but I just want to yeah. say the last thing like what I quite liked about Thor 2 was uh, uh, Chris O'Dowd's character um, when he uh, goes on a date, date with Jane Foster, that was pretty much the only thing I liked about it. Mm. But I guess we, we when we come to your number eight and your number twelve, we can talk a bit more about thought too. I've said all I need. Yeah, so. I don't Fair need enough. Because really. no, the more I spoke about it, the more I'm thinking maybe it should be lower down my list. Mm. And I, but I so. don't want to change it anymore because I know the others I don't really like. So have you seen Thor two? No. no okay. That's was a not, no, mate. That's a no. Was not one of the ten. I'm sure oh, it would have been number eleven anyway. So, we are on to number 13. Oh, I was trying to have a peek at my list. Are we on 13? Spoilers. Yeah. Can I just... Oh, so, yeah. for me... Hang on, Ollie. No, 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 this is out of this. So, number 13. Uh, I hope we don't try and look at my list. <laughs> I'm just going to get it out there. Get it out of the way. <laughs> my number 13, Captain America, the first Avenger. <sighs> <laughs> Alright. Chris, what was your number 13? Avengers 2. Oh! Yeah. Really, you both. So, it's not my number thirteen, but I'm, oh, okay. It's pretty low down. What was yours then? Mine was um, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, oh, right? Okay. So you, we all number nine was Doctor Strange. Yeah, it was pretty. So low. kick us off, Ollie. What was? Bad um, I was just not enjoying the story, Me like too. any of it. It was just really quite, <laughs> quite dull, man. I mean, like really great, like good acting, mm. um, amazing special effects, mm. yeah. but I think just too much. Mm. 
Like, I couldn't really follow it, and it was just... Too I'll... exceptional. Yeah, it was. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I could have watched that film upside down, and mm. it would have made me feel the right way up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, like I love it, love it. Oh. What about you? Um, for me, just to... Well, for me, it's a few things. Like, I don't think the storyline was really that great. I'm not... Because it was quite, like... Sort of like mysticism and magic and stuff like that. Yeah. Like in these superhero films, that's not really my. You do like magic. I do, <laughs> but like. Yeah, because you like Guardians of the Galaxy, so. Yeah, but it it, it wasn't really the, it wasn't really the same. I don't know. I don't know. There's something about it. I just wasn't really feeling it. Like the beginning of it, I feel like the hor- the origin of it, like the first, I don't know. Twenty minutes, let's say, you know, he really fucks up his, his whole body. <laughs> obviously, like that bit was a bit, was just a bit rubbish, you know. Obviously, he's like the typical, oh, he's a bit Iron Manny, like arrogant, you know, sick at his job, da, 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 and then he gets crashed down to earth and blah blah blah. I don't know, if it was a bit cliche, not great. It had um, such a shit ending as well yeah. with that fucking fight. Um, oh wow! The, yeah, oh, that's that that's was... my main my main thing. The fight Dom- at the end, really yeah. bad. Another one where the villain's supposed to be really strong, but in the end, you just beat him by annoying him. Yeah, exactly. Like, which I just think was really silly. Um, well, I wonder if Dormammu's going to come back. I don't know. In the future, because he's quite a big villain, isn't he? Yeah. In the comics. I mean, I I I've been agree with you. The majority of the things you're mm. saying. I mean, one of the big things that really annoyed me about the film was the end credit scene. What I didn't thought. mind that. I didn't mind the incredible Well, the only reason oh. it annoyed me... No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, is that he took away the guy's powers to stand up again. But how did he do that? Because I'm sure the power they have is within them, isn't it? Isn't this the whole thing, that there's another power surrounding them so they can manipulate the magical world? Jedi's, man. And then, Jedi's. all of a sudden, he just goes up to the guy, touches him or does something to him, and he just suddenly becomes this cripple again. But that's because didn't he give him the power in the first place? So if you give no, him but I power, thought they didn't get given the power, because Doctor Strange didn't get given a power. No, but he learned it, but didn't this cripple guy, they gave him... So they just gave him the power? Part of his power to... They just gave him power? Oh, I don't know. This is what I mean. Like, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. I think that, that end that end fight was a bit... It, it had its funny parts where he's mm. just continually killing him, but mm. yeah. And then there was this whole thing that, oh, if you manipulate time, there's going to be a big consequence. Mm. Where's that consequence? I can't see it. Anywhere. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I can't see it nowhere. So I'm like, uh, I'm, t- I'm totally with you, but at the same time, like, I mean, yeah, you're right. Benedict Cumberbatch, good acting. I mean, he played I the villain and the say, hero. I was going to say, what do you think of the casting then? I think well, he, there was a little bit of um, whitewashing about it that a lot of people were saying it was a bit of controversy. Oh, with the, um, the ancient one. The ancient one. Oh, so the ancient one. Oh, right, yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, Doctor Strange is definitely not. No. Yeah, but. Thing for me was that he, I thought his accent was actually fairly decent. I thought it was alright. Yeah. Do you know what? Because I'd never seen Benedict Cumberbatch in anything apart yeah. before this. Putting so those I, American actors out of jobs. So I just yeah. is it Samuel Jackson would be pissed off. Yeah. But I just thought I thought it was alright. I didn't even notice like I yeah. forgot that he was English. English. The thing thing for me I think for me maybe I'm more hyped about this film because Benedict Cumberbatch is in it because I think there's not many things that I've seen that I don't like that he does. Mm. And then I think um, as the film goes I think. Well, you got to take into context, and maybe I'm maybe I'm completely wrong for doing this, but I think you got to figure out that between when he starts at this academy or whatever you want to call it, and mm. when he finishes at this academy, mm. there's been a great deal of time, and it's not just been a few days or a few hours, and it's been maybe weeks, nearly a year, mm. that he's conjured up all this ability. Because, mm. like you were saying, outside this podcast, he's referenced within Captain America, two. Mm. Yeah. So he has been on the scene for some time, but we're just not aware of it. Yeah. And maybe the villain in that one, because there's, there's two villains in that one, again, you've got 
the main villain, which is Hannibal, whatever you want to call him in this. The guy who plays Oh, Max Mikkelsen. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. the real villain of this, and then he conjures up Donna, whatever his face. Donna Rimmer. Yeah. yeah. Donna I thought that his self-acting cape... <laughs> oh, that was shit. I don't shit. like that either. But I think, I, think that is, I think that is a thing. That's fine, but I just didn't like it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. What about that? I thought it was quite cool, that thing that trapped the main villain. A um, suit... Yeah, that suit thing that kind of like trapped him for a oh, bit. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, as the animation goes, I, I thought the animation was wicked in that film. It was good. It was great, but yeah, it's just, it was just too VFX heavy. I think, I think as well, this is like, I know we've seen a bit of magic. Well, we haven't really seen magic. Well, this is the we've first seen introduction illusion. to the cosmic yeah. realm, isn't so it? So I think that's why I think it's going to be quite... I mean, this Lower is... down on our things because it's the first introduction of it, and it's Maybe. like. But then, Guardians of the Galaxy was probably the biggest gamble they had. But that's that out in space, so anything that happens out there, we're we're a bit more like, okay, that's fine. Mm. It's out in space. We don't know what's out there. Mm. Like magic, you're a bit like, oh, okay, magic's yeah, not really real. But then, yeah, I mean. But then, do you not appreciate the fact that he doesn't become like as power? He doesn't become fully powerful at the end of this film. I appreciate that. But he does become somewhat powerful enough to to use the amulet and yeah. but then is that because he's got photographic memory or whatever he's got to be able to read stuff faster than other people where did know. you put it ninth I put it let me just double check I put it 11th mm. so so we're all in so you and me are kind of in the same yeah. I mean this upon watching the other films this film went way yeah. down it's not I mean, great see I think it's okay but it's not great that's the thing like, <laughs> what I think really for me shows that it's not great is I really didn't want to watch it again no like I, no, didn't... I wouldn't watch that again yeah see I, I, I it and I don't think I'm going to watch yeah, it again I, think I, just... thing, I would say that probably the top 8 films maybe 9 for me have have rewatchability but from 10 and below but the thing is I, I even I even made myself watch Thor 2 Captain America um, and then my number 12 is Iron Man 2 mm. I watched all of them again mm. and I knew that they weren't great mm. but see I, I could yeah. uh, maybe it is this whole magic kind of it was just an assault on my eyes, man. It was just, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, my eyes are being fucked. I can't remember because I haven't watched it again. But there's definitely a point in the film where he could have jumped from one place to another because of them funky magical doors and he chose, chooses not to. And then I can't remember. They really annoyed me about the film because there was an easier way of getting somewhere and mm. he chose not to take it. There was the reference to Captain Marvel in, in this film, though, wasn't there? When he's driving in his car and it's like, oh, um, something about the patience that he's had, and they mention War Machine, his oh, yeah. back kind of crippledness, um, and then they 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 mention Carol Danvers or something Wait, about that. They mention they mention War Machine's crippledness, and he's that he's fixed him, or that he's on the list of being, yeah, which okay. doesn't which what, doesn't that, make sense in terms that of the doesn't chronology, make sense. does That's it? That's a continuity error. Yeah. Because Captain America 2 references... Exactly. Strange. Unless they Unless... know that he's going to become powerful. This how, do they, the, how do they know? In Captain America 2, because um, I literally just watched it this morning, the bit when they were saying about, they said Stephen Strange, duh, 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 it's like all future threats, past, oh, and present, yes. and, past, present and future, something like that. And then like, Captain America uh... said, how do you know? And then he explained it, but I can't remember what the Oh, it's that system. Was. That system, in the machine that had a, could hone in on people who were... Oh, no, that was only... Um, in, I thought that was... Um, People with abilities, though, actually. I think it's something like that, Chris. But, yeah. That's the thing, yeah. they're just going to kill all future... Uh, yeah, future, all future possible threats. But, yeah, I think that's how they kind of explain the way. So, I think at that point, at Captain America 2, like, Doctor Strange hadn't wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. But they knew that he had the, you know, capability of being a threat to S.H.I.E.L.D. or Hydra, whatever they were talking who, about. Who was the 
female. Was it Amy Ad- um, Rachel McAdams in this? In Doctor Strange? I can't remember. She's a very forgettable that, character. Exactly. She was very so, so under... <laughs> she wasn't really in it. No, she really. was underused. <laughs> yeah. Why would you ta- Why you'd have her, like a really famous actress, and just give her mm. such a bit part to play? Mm. I kind of wanted them to have Claire Temple from uh, the okay. Netflix show. Okay. She's, she's a nurse in... In uh, like the um, Rosario like, Dawson, yeah, Daredevil and uh, Iron Fist and everything Every, basically. Yeah. She's like the continuity between. Yeah, she's all Phil Coulson. Phil Coulson, exactly. Of the film, um, yeah. I mean, instead of having Ra- yeah. So, what do you think, Chris? We were saying like, uh, you know, Rachel McAdams plays a nurse. Oh yeah, she's. Fit. They should have had. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty they much are... why she was in it. That's just why yeah, she was it. so underused. But they could have probably just had that as Claire Temple. <laughs> yeah, I mean the only reason they put her in there is because she's fit in it. So. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, yeah, uh, You're not joking, though. Are you? No, I'm not. Uh, she didn't really do much, so exactly that's, that's the only reason I'm saying, saying it. She's so, barely, she's yeah, in it. they just got. She's Pointless. she is a good actress because seen her in other things, but I'm pretty sure they just got in her because she's a, an attractive yeah, actress. That, that bit where she was like kind of trying to take care of her and he like lashed out of her because yeah. he was angry at himself. It's so it was so cliche. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it was okay. It was alright. Yeah. On to number twelve. Mm. Oliver, what's your seven or eight? Because he hasn't done his eight. What's yeah. my eight going on? So it was it was what Hulk, Hulk, then Doctor Strange, and yeah. it'd probably be for me Iron Man three. Mm. And then what's the one after that? After one that? after that, mm, probably Avengers two. Okay. Well, yeah. that's slash Iron yeah. Man two. There's see some of them are so, so on the same okay, level. Yeah. Spectrum so is all said, the same for me anyway. So said, what did you say? Sorry. Avengers two. Avengers two. So what was your number twelve, Chris? I just changed it. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Is it now? Oh, it's such a tricky one. I don't know. Go with your gut. Mm. I don't know. Sorry, I'm really sorry. It's Captain America. That's fine. That's <laughs> 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 when you say it. It's taking ages. Go. What's your number twelve? My number twelve is Iron Man two. My number twelve. Okay, cool. That was that was what it was just then, and I've just okay. switched it. So my number twelve is. Four two, which we've already spoken about, so we can move. Okay, on so now. we haven't talked about why Captain America is so shit, and we yeah, also haven't yeah. talked about why Iron Man two is so shit. So okay. let's start with Captain America because that was my number thirty. So okay. Captain America. Right. Where Go. Where do we begin on this one, really? Is why did you move it down your list? I, I moved it down because I moved one up. So it's because I moved Iron Man two up to nine, uh, tenth. Okay. And mm. so then it just had a knock on effect on right. the other two Captain okay. Americas. So for me, they're pretty on par, Captain America one and two. Personally. Really? I didn't really like Jesus I, The thing is, I tell you what, I was I was the same one as you. I really didn't like Captain America, and then he was like, rewatch it, you'll you'll appreciate it a bit better. And I did rewatch it, and I did appreciate it a bit more, because it it's like again, it's like the whole thing about this kid struggling, and he wants to be something more, and then he becomes this big superhuman. Oh. I really didn't like the the CGI to make. Chris Evans skinnier and smaller. But what are they going to do though? I don't know. We can't wear a small suit, can it? And just walk around. Just did not like it. Um, It really took away from a lot of the film for me. Um, And then it's only in it for like ten, fifteen minutes. If that still set a precedence, didn't you? Yeah. Um, Also, thought that uh, Red Skull was just. That's fair. Dreadful. That's fair. Yeah, true. That's fair. Absolute. That's fair. That's the only bad thing yeah, I have. I think the, sto- the storyline was pretty bad. Like the fact that what? he was the no. he was the he was the guy he was the merchandise really of it all, wasn't he? He was the guy selling the war to other people. Like Uncut America, I'll be there to save you. And he wasn't even using his powers. He was just he was just the front cover for it already. And then 
because he's needed, he then goes into action and starts saving people, doesn't he? It was because he realised that what he was doing wasn't making a difference. Yeah. So it's a self-character development. Isn't that a good, isn't that a good yeah. 35 minutes of the film? No, maybe an hour into Still. the film before he starts realising. What I also, what, what I really did not like about this film is the fact that the, fir- the opening shot of the film is them discovering his shield in the ice. Um, mm. But so it's modern day, is what you're trying to say. Yeah. So unnecessary. What? That they find him in the that they find his shield in the ice. And you might as well start it from when it's back in the forties, and then right at the end, they because sh- in the post credit scene anyway, yeah. they they you know he's back in modern times. They might as well have had that there. I don't see why they needed that right at the front, like that kind of ruined it because it's like, oh, I know this might sound silly, but a you know he survives, but b then you know he becomes in modern times. That is there's no. I was watching that whole film, being like, "Well, I know that he, he ends up in the ice." So, it kind of spoils the ending for me. I, I, I mean, I see where you're coming from, actually. And like, you know, he's going to be alive, and that yeah. inevitably, this whole film's kind of pointless because it's just introducing him. But I mean, yeah, it's got character building. All the all the base films have character building, man. Like, mm. so. Right. But Hulk doesn't. Mm. Right, well, okay. yeah, I suppose not. <laughs> Obes, where did you? That's put... why it's fifteenth, mate. Though. True. Where did you put Captain America on your list? So Captain America one, for me, is sixth. Oh Oof. God. Okay. Jeez. Right. He likes old school stuff, mate. <laughs> this is the thing. I'll tell you why. I love war films. I love superhero films. What could be better than a superhero war film? It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not really a war film. It is though. Mm. It is though. I like. It's about war. That's fine. Okay, but it's it's based around was it the Nazi war? So I like that. I liked. Um, I just love I like I love Steve Rogers. I liked how he was like this puny little guy, but he had so much fight in him. Like never went to get a fight. Wanted to serve his country even though they wouldn't let him. That's so like volunteered for uh, to get the super soldier serum and all that stuff like that. Is that right? Super soldier, yeah, super soldier serum becomes like this big, <laughs> big like soldier and whatnot. But then they're like, oh yeah, we just want you to be in the uh, what's it called like the shows and stuff like that to you know just sell the war sort of thing rather than actually being in it and then he realises that he's not really making a difference doing what he's doing gets his um, gets his gear on goes to actually fight you know shows a bit of character development shows what sort of like man he is because a lot of people would have just like kind of do what they were doing getting paid doing whatever oh, did you mention the grenade bit? yeah the bit where he jumps on the grenade yeah the bit where he jumps on the grenade and that's obviously some fake kind of shows like he's just like he's, he's a leader yeah he's a, it shows his intelligence yeah. in this film because like also the bit that like the two bits that stand out for me, obviously, are the grenade bit mm. and the the flagpole bit, where everyone else is trying to climb up. It yeah, he's front. smart. Yeah, Which yeah, yeah. I just say, I'm pretty sure that would have been easy to climb up. However, he's smart and he he's gets smart. it down. He's very smart. And then you also got the love interest between him. And him Peggy and Peggy Carter have a good bit of banter. Yeah. Peggy Carter's fit. Hell yeah, I was fit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's always good. Do you know what I mean? I just really, I just really enjoyed it, and it was one what was it, like the, one of the first first ones. It was, it? The, it was the third fifth film. Was it, it the fifth? It goes yeah. Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, 4, Captain America. Really? Wow. Maybe Captain America's before. What I don't like about Captain America as a character is that he doesn't really have any flaws. That's the whole point. But but he does in a way. Not in this film, but as we I, let, let it get on... His flaw is the fact that he just bums off Bucky too much, man. And his flaw is that... Um, yeah, I suppose that is his only flaw, really. Uh, yeah, I, just, way. I don't Unless, really like Captain America. Comic book, Captain Unless they go with a new comic book uh, theme and he's actually part of Hydra. Mm. Uh, I think the storyline's strong as well. I know you said before it was weak, but I think, I thought it was pretty, I think it's pretty strong, personally, anyways. 
Obviously, I agree with you. The, the Red Skull is a really, really terrible villain. I agree with you that. Yeah. And obviously, even like the the, the main that's how he is, though. That's the thing. But yeah, yeah, that's really awful. But there wasn't enough Red Skull for me. Would you like the, yeah. again? Like again, of a lot of these films, recurring theme. Maybe he's not dead. Is the fights maybe? But the the fights with the main villain don't last that long. There's, mm. They spend an hour and a half building up to a fight that lasts ten minutes. The thing you could argue that the actual villain is um his his uh his mate. Uh, the little one uh, Zemo Zemo that's the one because he's the smart one he's the one behind all the yeah. which you find obviously in Captain America 2 you find that he's yeah. behind so all the thing things. for me do you know what, this is what I like about the MCU is that you have such a variety of film that people are going to like one and people aren't going to like the others and I think that's what they've mm. done really well like mm. obviously you've put Captain America high up your list mm. you've put it way below and I've put it just below average so mm. where do you put it have you seen Captain America? I haven't America? seen Captain America itself. My list, mate. Don't bother. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. It's a great film. Also, just want to interject to this point, like, listeners, um, do, men- like, tweet us and let us know what you think about our list. Uh, so we're at YSC Podcast 17 We're on Instagram, Your Average Critics, and also Facebook, Your Average Critics. We want to know what you think of our list. Do you agree with us? Like, like Obi, do you really like Captain America? Or you If know, you're giving us Captain, giving me Captain America slander, I will block you on Twitter. Oh, mate. <laughs> just, try, just type in Bolo Zenden on Twitter. And then, you, and then you'll find you'll find Obi and you can harass him. Um, although he does change his Twitter handle like every three minutes. I change my name frequently. Um, but yeah, do get involved and let us know. Um, and then we want to hear your thoughts and we'll read them out next time as well. But let's go on to Iron Man 2 then, because we both had that low down our list. So you had that 10th? Yeah, I moved it. No, I moved it up to twelfth. Oh, I moved it up to tenth. It was twelfth, and I moved it up. Okay. Only because we were discussing it a bit more, and I thought about it a bit more. Mine's tenth as well. Mine's tenth as well. And I okay. think. Did you I'm, say what was your twelfth? Twelfth was um, thought two. We were okay. About that, so cool. Come. So wait before you go on, I gotta go. Ah, oh, Ollie, been a pleasure, mate. Ollie, do you want to just real quickly real through your? I've got my list. I I wrote it down. I yeah, think you guys go, can yeah, read it out. Okay, just, so for for me, should we go up from where yeah. we are? So bottom. So go start from ten. So Hulk. Yep. Doctor Strange, Iron Man three, Iron Man two, Avengers two. Mm. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, Avengers, the first one, mm. shamefully, Iron Man, <laughs> Iron Man one, Ant Man, and Guardians of the Galaxy two. Quickly tell me why you think Guardians of the Galaxy two is the best one. I don't know. I definitely don't want to say it's because it's the most recent, mm. um, but I think it's just more... I don't know. I'm just really not a fan of the movie. <laughs> 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 what can I say? Fair I think they don't be much lower than but for superhero movies. Yeah. Fair enough. What can I say? Thanks for your input, Ollie. What's, yeah. What's your most favourite superhero movie, Ollie? Not, not Marvel, just in general. Dark Knight, isn't it? Boo, mm. nice. DC. Boo. Yeah, so Iron Man 2. Also quite low down on our list. Mm. Kick us off, Chris. I can't wait till we get to the sorry. I can't wait till we get to get to the high up ones. I know. There's so much more better to talk about. Anyway, yeah. sorry, Chris. Go I on. think I think for me, I moved Iron Man two up the list because don't even know why. Because I'm not even really sure. <laughs> um, uh, essentially, what I didn't like about it, uh, what I did like about it again, like I said, was the the character development of Tony Stark like dying and you know trying to find the new. But this is before. Uh, this is before Avengers. Yeah, I'm just saying that he's dying. Oh right, yeah. Oh, that's what I liked about the film because he's like yeah. creating his own atom thing. Oh my god! Right, that's one thing I didn't like about. The oh film, right. Is it takes him about four seconds to create a new element. But this is it. This is the thing throughout the whole Iron Man 
right, well, not the whole Iron Man thing, but the Iron Man 2 and 3, you see his intellect, like, quadruple mm. within moments. Like, he's really smart. He's a rich guy in the first one, and he knows how to tinker with machinery. And he all, all of a sudden becomes this absolute world genius, mm. like, one of the most intelligent people in the world. Yeah. Which he is, in the in theory, in the cartoons, that is all in the comics, that is what he is. He's mm. a really intelligent guy. Mm. So, yeah, I, that, I see where you're coming from. He does it really quick. The thing I got really miffed was that his dad knew about it. He always got the sense his dad knew about it. Because yeah. his dad was... It's that video of his dad saying, oh, there's something else here. Like, ooh. But how how did you know that this element was going to be needed? How did you know? Like, it was just so... Again, I think this was probably Iron Man film where the most tangential kind of link to anything. Yeah. And I was just like, mm. And also... Like Mickey Rourke's character, Whiplash, A, bad Russian accent, mm. but B, who's just shit. And he Rubbish. literally gets destroyed. He literally gets beaten up in about two minutes. Mm. Like they spend about 10 minutes fighting all those droids. Mm. And then when it comes to fighting him, he gets both him and War Machine in each one of his whips. And all they do is just put their hands together, like fire their beams yeah. together. And he's dead. And I was like, there was no. There's not even a. What I want is these films for there to be a point where you think, you think he might not actually, make it. yeah, actually this character might not make it, mm. and I think that is probably the problem with Marvel uh, uh, as no a state, whole. There's no stakes because okay. even with Civil War, mm. I thought, oh, you've got to kill one. Mm, mm, mm. I, mean, I, mean, I feel like because that's the one thing Civil War probably did well. You kind of have this almost pre-battle where you there's like this thing where you're like oh I could lose this kind of thing mm. but in the, all these other films there's not really the pre-battle like I know in Iron Man 2 the, the racetrack does the whips and then it's like oh yeah. right there's a really dangerous guy but there's no real battle before the end battle yeah. like there's all this lead up oh well we've got to stop them or how do we find them or blah 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 blah, blah. But there's no pre-battle to say oh sh- I, could, I could maybe lose this it's always the the main character's self inflicted like battle that he's got yeah. so like in this one it's he's dying which yeah, yeah I must admit that's pretty crucial to life for the living <laughs> however to the film and the bad guy not so crucial yeah. I mean the points I liked were probably I did like the defence conference they had was it the Secretary of Defence yeah that was funny and I thought the video was pretty cool that as well like how other countries are trying to make it and then but again this guy who wasn't the original inventor of it it was his dad and then suddenly Bam, he's really smart. He can invent these Tesseract whipping... Well, not Tesseract, but whatever. These whipping things. But I suppose that any baddies, that's going to be the case because they've got to have some kind of bad... Right, this is going to sound like a really, really stupid question. But are the Iron Man suits made out of iron? Or are they made out of, like, vibranium or something? I feel like the smart thing would be to make them out of vibranium. Yeah, because I don't know <laughs> I don't if that's actually, actually yeah. mentioned. Because obviously Iron Man, you kind of think he's made of iron. But my problem with that is, is when Whiplash whips the cars, he slices them in half. But when he whips Iron Man, it doesn't cut through the metal. And if that suit is made out of iron, yeah. or any normal metal, it's just going to... Oh, I, know, I know these films would are iron, not Would realistic. iron break through iron? Probably, it'd dent it. Yeah. Like this, these suits are so strong. I'll tell you what, I'll ask yeah. Google. Thing is, I don't think because wait, so we got vibranium and we've got. I don't know if I'm just being. I feel like it can't silly be. I feel like it can't. Some sort of realism to I these feel like films, it can't but... be vibranium. Vibranium, 
because that's the thing that's on Black Panther's island, and they're saying it's very scarce to make it. But Iron Man, um, Captain America's shield's made out of black. Yeah, but right? there's only one of them, and there's a reason there's only one of but them. That was in the 60s. It was in, a, uh, in Age of Ultron, sorry. In Age of Ultron, um, you know when they go to the, I think to Wakanda, yeah, and they see that guy, and yeah. they say, um, and Ultron says some sort of quote, and then he says, oh, that's what Tony Stark used to say to me. So maybe Tony Stark and him have had a conversation about Marvel mm. and getting Because they know about Wakanda in Iron Man 2. Because so, yeah. Nick Fury shows him the map, and that's where yeah. all the other heroes are. Um, for the True. Avengers. And then in, in Avengers Age of Ultron, they do briefly speak about it a bit more. Well, that's obviously then they go to yeah, Wakanda. Yeah, and, and that guy as well is like taking stuff from Wakanda, yeah. and that's why he's a big... like. Baddie. Unless it's adamantium. <laughs> oh, baddie. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, Obes, have you got anything to say about Iron Man 2? Um, I didn't like when uh, when War Machine and Iron Man were, like, fighting. Just, just, yeah, just, and the way he just beat just him annoying, as well. Yeah, just it's just annoying. like, wow. And, like, when, when uh, War Machine was kind of, like, just, like, turned on him sort of thing, he was like, yeah, I'm going to need you to... Hand over that now. Yeah, like, even, like, he gave you that suit, like... How dare you, like, it was like, how dare you use that against me, like. Terence Howard wouldn't have done that. In it, fucking arsehole. Where yeah. did you put it on your list? Tenth. Tenth. Oh, okay. Thing for me, as well, Tony Stark's obviously been using these suits for a good chunk of time now, and War Machine has not. Mm. He's had brief stints in them. Mm. I know he's a military man, but he seems to be able to seriously control this thing really fast, Is it really not well. made for him, though? No. Was War Machine not made for... Captain no, because no, in my Iron Man one, he just he just put it on and took it. No, he doesn't. He says he said next, next time. In Iron Man two, he just puts it on, and takes it. Yeah. Mm. So he's an instantly yeah. got the ability to do it. Second of all, I know Tony Stark's drunk in this scene, but Tony Stark would have had some kind of contingent plan, like backup plan or something where he would say to uh, Jarvis, "Switch off the war machine suit." Surely. Yeah. Surely. How many times is house going to get destroyed? <laughs> I know. And how easy was it for him to, for the military to put their own machinery on the suit? Yeah. Mm. I mean, we must be. Um, I mean, obviously, but we must be in a a whole new machine, whole new military game in this era of movies because they all seem to know how to integrate this machinery into, like, because War Machine. I know he has the two big guns here, and they just flip up. But he's got all these other things that they seem to have added on and integrated within the suit as well. Yeah. I did like the suitcase though. Quickly. Cool. Um, it says on fandom, which is powered by Wikipedia, that a suit that he had in Iron Man 3, the power core, I don't know if this makes a difference, but the power core is vibranium arc reactor. Is it vibranium arc reactor? I don't know uh, if that makes so what powers it is vibranium, so maybe that's what gives it its... That's the, probably the... The uh, uh, thing in his chest. Mm. Uh, what's it called? Not... It conducts probably conducts the uh, energy. Um, yeah, his house gets destroyed too much. Um, yeah. It's not a great film. <laughs> it just really, it's a really is bad. I don't really film. like. I don't really like the fight when the, I think I might have said this already. Actually, I'm not sure if I'm losing my mind. But the bit where they're fighting all the droids, him and him yeah, and War Machine, I thought it was a bit rubbish. It is a pretty poor trilogy as trilogies go. Do you think it's okay? Because it goes from one being good, Bit's really good, <laughs> two being. Near average, yeah. and then three being really bad yeah. for I me. I can't believe you think. Where some, some people would say 
Maybe not me personally. Some people say Captain America is like the complete opposite. But yeah, yeah, true. true. Yeah, Captain America has got. See, because like, as things go for me, there's one that has. it. Ha- so there's one trilogy that goes from good, medium, bad. Another trilogy goes from bad, medium. No, it goes from medium, bad, good. Okay. For me. There's only been Captain two. Trilogies. Captain America 2. Oh, Captain America. America. And then America for me, America. the next one that's going to be a trilogy, it goes. It is. Okay, okay. So, I, so I, I think I've done this the wrong way around. Well, we've only gone there so far. Okay. Right, so I so think I'd actually switch them two around. We're on to number 11. 11 now, so number 11 for me is Doctor Strange, which we've covered yeah. in quite a bit. So Wait, um, number 11? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So Captain America 2 for me. Captain America 2. What about you? Avengers 2. Avengers 2. So that was low on your list, wasn't it? Yeah, Avengers 2. We didn't it. really talk about it. So, where's Avengers 2 in this? Sorry. 13th. Okay, cool. So, yeah. let's talk about let's Avengers talk about 2 and then we can right. talk about um, Captain America. The thing for me, it wasn't like, again, none of these films are bad. Mm. None of, like, let's get this straight none of these films are bad. They're mm. just <clears throat> either just above average or they're bang on average mm. so far, like up to this point for mm, me. Mm, yeah. And, um, like, for Captain America, again, it's another one of those films where the storylines. Uh, uh, not Captain America, sorry, Avengers 2. It's another one of those storylines. Which just isn't good. Yeah, yeah. It's just that is that is it. It's just if the storyline was better, it would be a much better film. And like we've also got the points where, for me, I mean, you guys might disagree. Quicksilver dying was pretty woeful. Mm. I mean, I've... I know why they did it because they had to create that anger and that that team togetherness again, like in Avengers one. But it just the one character died. Yeah. They should have killed off, and I like him. Huh? Yeah, I love Jeremy Renner, yeah. but they should have killed they off him. They were building up to that as well. They should have killed off him yeah. or Black Widow. But the thing, I think they did it in the film to kind of like suck you out because obviously they showed you his family and everything. Yeah. Like that. So they build up to think, oh, okay, they're going to kill off this character because he's got them, he's got the most to lose. Yeah. And they just kill off. But yeah. that character that's doesn't mean the thing anything. though is that if if he had died, and this again goes back to why or the issue I had with Yondu dying and the, the pathos there is, you see Clint's family. Mm. And then there would be empathy if he died. Mm. Whereas Quicksilver, I mean, he only gets introduced, is it a post-credit scene in Winter Soldier? Yeah. Um, and then you see him, like, very briefly, him and Wanda. Because mm. um, they're bad guys to begin with, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah but the, the, so the, there's no build-up of pathos. So when he dies, I was just like... Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, like, there's no empathy. I didn't give a shit when he died. Fox just loaned <laughs> them to him. The only thing that just annoyed me, that my thought was that he is... He is so fast that he could probably dodge every single one of those bullets mm. and they just were like nah he's dead mm. see you what later he, he just died by a sh- was it straight, shooting straight yeah, yeah a few bullets I think okay. or, so he hasn't got like the power of like flash to like rejuvenate his, uh, he might do but, but, but if he's been shot more than once maybe yeah. he got hit in a soft spot I don't yeah. know sorry to talk about DC but, mm. well no well, it's a good point like so Age of Ultron was ninth on my list Okay. So it was quite low down. So I that's still quite that's substantially higher than I expected though, because like for me it's just like this whole, this whole mm. irrelevant city just being yeah. pulled up from the ground, then suddenly dropping. Yeah. Then you've got there was a scene in it. Oh, this is why I needed to rewatch these films. But there was a scene in it where they're all defending this big machine, mm. and then somehow Age of Ultron gets to it and activates it. And it was like for me, how did it? How did they get? Oh, there? that was a pretty. Yeah, yeah. Loose plot yeah. Point like or literally, they're, they're all surrounding it. They're all defending it, and all of a sudden, he's still managed to activate. And you're just like, do you know what? what? Like, Ultron is a really bad villain. Considering yeah. he is, he isn't he? Am I right in thinking he's the kind of evil twin of 
vision essentially because he created out of Jarvis. Is that right, or or is it just he's a rogue? He's kind of created in the in the mold of Tony Stark. I'm pretty sure he's created by different people. Like I think he's created I by Hank he, Prime. The whole way he just came about was I think was just he was just suddenly obviously I know it's artificial intelligence and that's the thing. Like how the, did he become bad? He just he just came about suddenly and he had in his from what I remember anyway from when I watched it the other day he had in his mind um, something about Tony Stark uh, saying about like making the world uh, peaceful again and stuff like that and then it goes through like, loads of clips and, like, of war and all stuff like that so I think in his mind he's thinking okay humans are bad so, we, so I need to eradicate yeah. humans because right. he didn't he didn't, he didn't put like any safety net on him he just kind of yeah. wanted him to be he just let him loose yeah. and like he then used the internet and mm. but he was just there like bang he was yeah. just like he arrived and he was yeah. in the ultra and he made and he made himself made himself a suit and... see this I don't mind that because obviously you've got to take the the, the the reality of this whole thing is that there there is no reality and mm. that anything could become anything but the thing that got me was that they made him so sinister to begin with mm. like saying about the puppet strings and all this stuff and like and then he just wasn't sinister they made him quite Tony Starky yeah he mm. was just he was just a robot that mm. just seemed to want to destroy the world for mm. no apparent reason whatsoever. Mm. I think it might have been better if if there was like a, you know, like primary villain who thinks, okay, I'm going to use this artificial intelligence to yeah. do X, Y, Z. And then the artificial intelligence is like, oh, I'm power more powerful than you, kills him. Yeah. And then he becomes the... Yeah. You, you need, know, a, you need a human figure to... Yeah. to appropriate the they AI. Kind of try, they kind of tried to do it with Tony Stark, but it didn't really, it didn't really yeah. work. Yeah. Um... And I guess even in like Captain America three with that guy played by Daniel Brühl, I don't know what his character's name was. Um, oh, I don't know. The guy who Zemo. Was it Zemo? The guy who's saying all the words. The Captain America three. Yeah. yeah. The guy who's saying all the words. Yeah. His name Zemo. Zemo. Yeah. Okay, so the guy Baron from Zemo. the guy from Captain America one was Zola. I think. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. Zemo. Yeah. Baron so, Zemo. So Zemo yeah. was like a human character who's a villain, but he kind of instigates all the yeah. fighting. Yeah. They needed that here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is very true. I didn't like. I, I did like it, but I think what I why it's a little bit higher up my list is because I just love when they're all together. Yeah. All yeah. the superheroes. So that like, that automatically elevates it for me, and I know that's, that's probably bad to think that. No, no I, that's I think that's good. Completely. I think that's. I then, think that's a perfectly valid point. Yeah. And then you introduce the new characters. I love Vision. Mm. I think he's so cool. Like, to have Jarvis become Vision. Yeah. I don't really like Wanda Maximoff. That She's much. Just shit. Uh, uh. No. Um. <laughs> what? No, I'm just thinking. Cause I can't remember in Captain America three. Cause I'm not in in uh Avengers two. Avengers two. Thank you. Her accent is loose and kill re- my and re- Yeah, like really, <laughs> really bad. And I swear she loses it by Captain America three. Hi mate. Yeah, mate. It's really, it's really. It is, but at the same time, I prefer that she's lost it. So do I. But yeah. she should have just done that in the first yeah. place. What I don't understand, right? Is Black Widow is Russian as well, and she's, yeah, she's supposed to be. got an American accent. Yeah, she's supposed to be. Yeah. But another thing I don't like about Avengers Two, I'm not a big fan of um, the whole uh, Hulk and Black Widow. You know, love interest. Love interest. <laughs> Will they? Won't they? They're not Ross and Rachel. You can't. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm I forgot the. I forgot about the whole controversy behind this whole one. This whole this film. Gone. About uh, Black Widow. Was it not in this film that Black Widow was told that, that we get find out that Black Widow can't have children? Yeah, yeah, it is. Because film. she was part of that Ballerie, yeah, Ballerie yeah. Pss, 
assassin oh, school. They sterilised them when they graduated. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So That's there was deep. Like, yeah. So there was like a lot of controversy about that. Like, wow. Yeah. You That's something that they should explore more because they have they do explore kind of themes like PTSD and stuff. It just seems so unnecessary though. Yeah. I mean, they like try and say make her more relatable to the Hulk, to the Hulk but yeah, but the Hulk, I'm pretty sure, can still have children. He said to fair in the film. He says physically, you can't have kids. Okay. He says it himself. So. Yeah, it was but just he doesn't technically know that, I suppose. Yeah. But like, the, but like imagine you—he was having sex and get, he turns the Hulk no. and rips her open. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, Vayner, fearing me. <laughs> that's what I was thinking when he said that. Like, oh, okay, yeah. that's probably what he was. Your mind goes. But there, I mean, there's good points about this film. Again, like obviously, I don't like the backstory of Black Widow, but at least they told the backstory. You kind of see, you empathise with Hawkeye a bit more in it because you see yeah. his family. I like Hawkeye. Did they just do that She's because fit. they're not going to give them... His wife. Because they're not going to give them uh, their own film. Do you reckon that's Probably. why? Probably. Probably. Who the hell would go to watch a Hawkeye film? I would not, man. Yeah. He, pff, he's like, terrible. Maybe if he got a six-episode web series, yeah. you might watch he's it. He's a terrible character. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, really, I like, I like really Jeremy like Renner. I like Jer- I like Jeremy him. Renner. He does it his own stunts as yeah. well. Like He's like almost like the... Like he's boring. I like Black yeah. Widow because I like Scully Hansen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, her character at times is a bit... Like, nech. Yeah. Like, she's too OP for a human. Like, that's she's true. Super, super spy, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. then, yeah, that's what she's been trained to do, I guess. Mm. And that's what they showed in this thing. And, and then you also see in this film, again, like when they come together, that's really good. I like it. And the way you see that Captain America is... Almost worthy of picking up the hammers. Like you see that, yeah. and you see four, like well, four yeah. a bit like, oh, hold well on. Yeah, he gets a bit worried. Yeah. yeah, and then but then you've got the thing that again for me, I'm not sure I like. And again, I'm not 100 percent sure if it's an origin story or not. Vision. Mm. I like the character of Vision. Don't get me wrong, but the fact that he's created from this Infinity Stone, mm. does that then lead if he removes the Infinity Stone, he is no longer there? I assume so. And you're because telling he's me... just he was Tony Stark's AI. Yeah. And now you're telling me that Tony Stark's AI has got his mind of its own, so it's not gonna listen to him anymore. Where's that transition come from? Like it's just become sentient, like Ultron, I guess. Mm. Okay, I suppose. Because Jarvis then... Jarvis is basically a servant, like Alfred, I guess. Mm. But yeah. yeah, but then if you watch Agent Carter, he's yeah, he is kind of the servant psychic character to Tony Stark's dad. <clears throat> oh, okay. Tell us Carter. a bit about Agent Carter then, because I've never seen well, any Agent Carter resol- revolves obviously around Agent Carter, who's a woman who's in this like bureau kind of thing, but she's yeah. not as respected as she should have been, because obviously she was part of the war, but no one really takes her for that. And then she is helping Tony Stark's dad. Howard Stark. Isn't Howard Stark, yeah, because he's been blamed for something, like someone's stolen his weapons and he's been blamed, and she's like kind of trying to prove that he didn't do it kind of thing mm. and it's just basically a story about that really I haven't watched season 2 yet is there a season 2? I thought they cancelled it two seasons. there's two seasons oh, and then right. they cancelled it I actually thought it was it takes a while to get into <laughs> and it is pretty old school but it's alright it is okay mm. is this before they formed S.H.I.E.L.D.? this is back in Captain America time yeah okay, so this Shield is after Captain America has been right. ice cold yeah <laughs> but before obviously we find him again and is there any other relation to the MCU in it? Or I think it... there's quite a few bits and pieces that you pick up on, but mm-hmm. as far as I'm aware, it's not too relevant. Okay. But obviously you see Peggy Carter again in Captain America 2 and 3. In 1 and 2. One, 2 and 3? Two. 2. She's in 2. 2 is an old woman. Mm. Yeah, and then she's in 3 as well. Her 
Grant, no, she dies in Captain America 3. She's dead in Captain America 3. Do you not see her? You see her oh, you see her at her funeral, her don't you? Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Um, 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 so we've talked about... Uh, we were just talking about Iron Man 2. two. Sorry. Uh, what was your... What? I don't know where we're in the list now. You've confused Iron me. Iron Man 2 was 10 for me. Yeah, but we haven't what, done... We were supposed to talk about Avengers 2, weren't we? Yeah, we were oh, just talking about Oh, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So, where, where's so Avengers... let's recap. Where's then? Avengers... Let's recap. So 15, for all of us, was Hulk. Yeah. 14 for me was Thor 2. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 for both of you. Yeah. 13 for me was Captain America. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Avengers 2. Cool. 12 for me was Iron Man 2. 12 for me was Thor 2. Captain America. Captain America. We've talked about all of those. 11 for me was Doctor Strange. For you it was Captain America. Avengers 2. Captain America 2. Cool. And Avengers 2 for you. Yeah. Because we went from there to say about it and then we discussed it. Right. So should we talk about Captain America 2 then? Sure. Yeah. What didn't you like about it? Because I put it seventh. Me too. So you two liked it quite a bit then. Mm, Yeah. Do you know what? It was the rewatching. I'll let you. Yeah. Maybe I need to rewatch it. I mean, things I did like. I like that it linked with Agent Shield. Mm. Very okay. briefly. How? I, oh mate, I don't remember. But I just okay. remember when I watched it, I was like, oh, in it's that, pretty cool. Well, in that, um, Hydra is basically part of Shield. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Good thinking, my friend. Um, I think, and this is the problem with the series as well. The tech is becoming too good. Mm. Scarlett Johansson puts on a face mask. Oh and yeah. Becomes yeah. another woman. Mm. Yeah. Now, if I was a supervillain, I would be stealing this technology left, right, and centre to do whatever dirty work I need to do. But surely, if Shield is now Hydra, essentially, I assume Shield created this technology. So surely Hydra would already have this technology. Hydra have integrated himself into Shield, so it wouldn't necessarily mean that they're, ev- they're obviously they're everywhere. But I don't know. You yeah, maybe. Sense yeah. That, that majority, majority of it, but yeah, with up. with with the MTV series, you get that as well. Yeah. To be fair. I mean... Then you get a few people who... I just... I think, for me, I'm really biased against these films because, again, I just don't like Bucky Barnes. Fair enough. Yeah. And I just think, yeah, all right, you're a super soldier. Yeah, you've probably been active since Captain America got ice called back in the day. But you haven't been referenced up to this point, as far as I'm aware. Now you suddenly come on the scene, you're some sick guy who wants to just kill everyone. You can... You've got this robotic arm... You're being manipulated left, right, and centre, and I just—I mean, I just didn't like it. I don't know, just didn't like it. I feel like his motivation for what he was doing wasn't explained very well. But he—but there was these brainwashed. I know, so. but like, I don't know, it just. And then, and this is the thing for me. Like, as much as I like Captain America Three, I hate a, that it's about Bucky Barnes. Like, this character wasn't really anything in the original film. Yeah, okay, it was something that Steve Rogers wanted to strive to be. You, to... Sorry, I was gonna say. I think the main reason it's about Bucky Barnes is because that is the closest person to Captain America and that's the only really reason you can yeah. make him vulnerable in that sort of way yeah. to tie it into the whole Tim versus Tony Stark thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. But the thing for me, and I will watch these films regardless of who they cast as well, oh, yeah. but if Bucky <laughs> Barnes becomes the next Captain America, oh, God. I am going to be so gonna... really? angry. There's a point in the film where he has the shield as well, isn't there? Shit. I would much rather they went with the storyline that Falcon becomes Captain America. Because I, I think like he's. Falcon. Do you know? I, I don't... really don't like Falcon. He's <laughs> he's on par with Hawkeye. Really? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, kid. I'm not saying he's the greatest character, but in terms of who's justified to be Captain America, it's probably him, mm. because he has been in some warlike situation, hasn't he? That's why he's got the. 
Yeah, he's, he's, an, he's an army soldier. Yeah. yeah, so he's got that background. He's worked for the government. He's worked for the Avengers. He's been a goodie for, as far as I'm aware, the whole part time he's been in it. So he's definitely justified to be it. Anyway, that's a tangent. That's for another day. That's for when Captain America 4 comes out or wherever it does. But, I don't know. It just, for me, I think 1 and 2 are on par. Mm. I didn't think it was great. There was points of it which were good again. Um, I like the fact that Nick Fury pretends to be dead, although I kind of saw that coming. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that it was the target on Nick Fury's back as well. Um, well I like the fact that Nick Fury had more of a part, like, yeah. rather than just being the cameo at yeah. the end of each film. I mean, they kind of... I'm not sure I liked it or disliked it, but the fact that Scarlet... Uh, Scarlet Witch? No, it's got... Um, Black Widow was like, saw Nick Fury as her father figure almost in it, mm. and she was really devastated. Mm. I was a bit like, mm, okay. Also, in this film, right? So, Age of Ultron, she's kind of flirty with Bruce Banner. Yeah. Winter Soldier, she's flirty with Steve Rogers. Yeah. Iron Man 2, she's flirty with Tony Stark. She's just a flirty character. Just choose the dude, she's a, man. That's part of her persona. Uh, she's been mis- like, perceived to be promiscuous. She ain't Nelly Furtado. Flirtatious and all sorts. Um... Go on, sorry, sorry. You also get her and Hawkeye and Avengers as well. Yeah, yeah like, he's married, them, man. man. Yeah. yeah. But um, should we talk about this now or should we wait till we get to... Because we've both got number seven. Should we wait till we get to number seven? I think, um, I think we'll wait. Okay. Because I haven't said too much anyway, so things you say, I yeah. might pick up on and be like, yeah, actually. I hope I don't forget anything then. As I want to say now, actually, the reason how uh, Zola gets into... Uh, Shield, that is so dumb. If, he, if he's one of the highest ranking people in Hydra... Don't hire him. Don't hire him. I think, think he's going to be uh, a goodie. Yeah. Like, you idiot. Mm. I think that's probably one Actual of the things I really idiot. don't like about it. And but the fact that him and... They deserve to have their downfall. Mm. And he, that's the reason why I think... I don't. I think I feel like Black Widow should have died in that. Mm. Maybe. Um, actually, I want to ask before we move on. Uh, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because in Winter Soldier, S.H.I.E.L.D. is therefore no more. Is it... Is it now some like underground thing in Agents so of they're, Shield? So they're building it back up again. Okay. So it it was so they figured it out. They figured out that there was a a spy within their ranks mm. within the team. In fact, I think everyone. I think if you watch it, you could realize who it was. And then they activate the like the Hydra kind of thing, and like everyone turns on everyone. And then I can't really remember what happens, but I've got to a part where they've overturned it, and now they're building. So they're building Shield again, Agent Coulson. He's yeah. building shield again with his team, and then you got um the bad guy rebuilding Hydra again ah, okay. or igniting the Hydra heads that you ah. know because they say once you cut off one, two more will grow, yeah. etc. Okay. And then also, in Agents of Shield as well, and it's not really spoke about too much in, um, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but in humans, and they they they're the growing concern in Agents of Shield more than. Are they bad guys? It's a bit of a mishmash because to begin with, you're like, oh, they just want to be at peace and they recruit people and they look after people, but then you figure out the head honcho of them actually wants them to be the... Be like X-Men, yeah. yeah wants mm. them to be the the people. Like, okay, the anyone, who, anyone who comes in, they just want to kill. They don't want to hear their part in it. They don't want to hear the peace. And are they, they from space? or? Um, so basically, I think humans are from space, but there's this these things, uh, I can't remember what they're called, and basically, as an example, it's this temple and there's this thing in the middle and if you touch it and you're not got the genome to handle it, you will just turn into stone and die. But if you do, then you'll get these. You'll get some okay. kind of power. And then, obviously, these people have got these powers. I think when I last left off, and I could be wrong, 
you find out that this stuff is now inside tablets of some kind and you know that a few people around the world are going to get this ability but yeah. and that's going to be a TV show now isn't it rather than a film what, humans, humans yeah. yeah and then the first two episodes are going to be at IMAX is yeah. that coming out this year yeah sweet that looks like we're going to IMAX <laughs> oh yeah um wonder if our generic cinema pass will allow us to get tickets for that. <laughs> so we're, we're now a third of the way through because uh, we're on to number 10. My number 10 is Thor. Well, that's, Thor's eight for me, to be fair. But my number 10 is Iron Man 2. We respect that. Yeah, okay. same. Your number 10 is Iron Man 2. Yeah, we said this already. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, Thor, uh, what did you put Thor? Eighth. Oh, you both had an eighth. We'll talk about that later then. Uh, number nine for me was Age of Ultron. Um, what about Ant Man? Ant Man. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Talk about Strange. You want to talk about Ant Man now? Um, yeah, go on. Cool. Um, well, where have you put Ant Man first? Fifth. Oh, okay. I put um, one sixth. Talk about talk about mm-hmm. Ant Man. Well, this is probably like, it was near like halfway. So like, it's not that I actually quite like. I just do really quite like it. Um, Paul Rudd, funny. Like the, whole, the film was very comedic, and I I quite enjoyed that because obviously you've got in a lot of the films you've got the Tony Stark like providing the comedic relief and stuff like that. But this yeah. film is kind of like a few more people rather than just the main character being quite funny. Um, yeah, was it Michael Pena's character? It's yeah, hilarious. yeah, that's what I, I can't remember his name, but yeah, he's funny. <laughs> that Anne, and he's after this guy yeah. Anne. <laughs> the um, I like how they've kind of like got this character who's like. Like Dan is like a bit of a bum, like he's um, not the uh, not the greatest dad sort of thing, and they kind of like turn him into like a you know like a proper superhero sort of thing. Um, it's funny, isn't it? It's funny. This is it. This is. Yeah. It's, it, I think that's the the key point in this film. That it's is. funny, but I I just think I mean, Ollie put it second. Yeah, to be fair, I knew Ollie would love love him because he loves a bit of comedy. Yeah, but um, it's the, Tom- think... it's the Thomas the Tank Engine bit. It got him. <laughs> that was really funny. The or the like. Maybe not the origin story, but like the whole connection, like with like the wasp and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I think was really good. Really, like again, this is a film. That I don't really have any negatives for it, but it's just it's decent. Like it's, it's probably like a seven. It wasn't one that for you you'd say almost like that made you like really keen to watch exactly. more of it, and you. Exactly. But it it brought history behind exactly. it, didn't it? I'd probably watch it again. Yeah. But you know, it's not one where if I see it on like Sky Movies, I'm like, oh yeah, Ant Man. Like, it was, but it was a decent film. It, wouldn't get me, it doesn't get me on my seat. But, it's know. kind of one of those films, and I'm not sure there is any other films like it in this. Well, probably Doctor Strange as well. It's one of those films that if you were to watch all 15 Marvel films, you could probably exclude from watching. Yeah. You don't need it to... Maybe, you don't need it. Maybe for slight context for Cap- Captain America 3. But, but why? For slight context. Oh. I don't, I don't you just come down nowhere. But I think personally you could I think you can exclude Doctor Strange at the moment because he's not really been a part of it. You could probably exclude Hulk because like you said there's no real origin story to him. And I think you could exclude that man because he could just be another guy that they've just... Yeah. Because Black Panther's got no... He's got a little bit of story in the actual film but you just True. he just suddenly out of nowhere becomes True. Black Panther. True. So... What I think I liked about Ant-Man so much is it... Because a lot of these films quite formulaic mm. it's like you know a city's gonna blow up yeah this was proper scaled back it was I mean I didn't really like the the, the villain too much who played the main villain I can't Corey it was, it was the guy from um, he's uh, in um, House of Cards House of Cards thank you oh Corey's, god yeah 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 I think his name's Corey and he played Peter Peter, Peter Peter Russo yeah. thank you oh god it's pissing me off Couldn't yeah and he and he plays the 
yellow jacket. Yellow jacket. <sighs> I mean, that was all right. Yeah. Mm. I mean, as villains go, that's probably one of the better ones so far of the villains we've had. Mm. Yeah. I'm because th- I just, I like the fact that it wasn't cities being blown up and stuff. It was, you know, takes place on a train track. It was more, it was more home, homed in, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, like... it was just, there was a lot of Edgar Wright in it as well, who was the guy who was originally supposed to be writing and directing it. Um, you know, he's the one who did like Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead. There's a lot of that sort of comedy. Oh, in yeah. It. Um, I just really liked it. Yeah. I just... Arts relationship with ants. Yeah, that, it was skip a skip. Was it I thought... called like Jeremy or something? Yeah. <laughs> I think what... what I liked about, so much about this because I thought it was going to be shit mm. I really did not want to go and see this film. I remember us saying we went into it with the mind that it was going to be rubbish yeah. and then when we came out we are like because right, Ant-Man is such a lame character yeah. for, like lame named character yeah. and I was like this this film's going to suck thing, of, thing, of, thing for me compared to DC the relevant character in DC would be um, what's his name uh, The Atom mm. As things go, I feel like Marvel probably pulled it off a little bit better. Mm, yeah, probably. Because they make because this and the only reason it is is because you got a funny character compared to a really smart character who acts dumb. I and think, he's a he's a yeah. funny character who you know can be dumb, but at the same time That's when funny. he wants to be serious, they cast serious. This, they cast this really well. Really? When yeah. they, when they Paul Rudd, I was like, what Paul Rudd in an event like a Marvel film yeah. about? And he does really well in, in Captain America does, three yeah. as well. So um, yeah, that's fine. Well, just wait till they bring out a Squirrel Girl film. Squirrel Girl? Gosh, Jesus. No, but Cap- I, do you know the only thing, though? I don't know how well Ant-Man and the Wasp will be. Mm. I think they're going to make it too serious. True. But then, at the same time, the thing for Ant-Man is he's the only person who's got, well, as far as we're aware, Survived. who's gone to that place and then come back. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that place can relate to Doctor Strange. That was the first glimpse we had of the cosmic, wasn't cosmic, it? Cosmic, yeah. I feel like he can relate to Doctor Strange. He, could, he can kind of relate to... Guardians of the Galaxy out of world experience kind of thing and also you kind of get this glimpse that the mum might still be alive or the mm. wasp might still be alive yeah but thing is I watched I watched Ant-Man and I really liked it I feel like it's one of those films probably doesn't need a sequel that's fair yeah um, they're just going to give it to it just because I think and I feel like he probably he's probably the character that they could probably kill off and no one would really give a fuck mm. does he have a love interest in it I can't remember yeah well the daughter well, becomes the wasp, isn't it? Yeah. played by Jessica oh, Biel oh yeah um, okay, so that was your number nine. That was number nine. nine. Yeah. Um, what did you guys Mine number? was Doctor so, Strange. Okay. Mine was Ultron. And so we what, spoke quite in depth about them already. Yeah. Uh, what were your number? You had the same number eights, is that right? Uh, mine was 4-2, number eight. Oh, no. Oh, my number was Thor. First cool. Well, Thor was my number ten, so let's talk about that then. Cool. Where did you put Thor? I I personally put Thor seventh, so it's just okay, one above. Let's talk about Thor then. For me, I really like origin films. Yeah, I, I really too. do, and this is what this is what really hurt me to put Captain America so far down because as an origin film goes, it wasn't bad, but it just compared to the others, I don't think it was as good. Mm. And for me, I thought it was a really good origin film for four. Like you get the idea that this hammer is is him, mm. it is his power, and there's some kind of redemption he needs to do, but yeah. he's not sure what. And like you said, you got the comedy of him having his own as guardian. Uh, mentality of like smashing yeah, the plates, wears like, his yeah. horse, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want a horse, uh, yeah, <laughs> and like, and then but you see like the trials in like, is it? Did I say trials and tribulations? Mm. Is that the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like of him like trying to get through the mud to get his hammer, and then he's just being pulled away, yeah. and then with Phil Coulson and all them. Like, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. and you kind of get and like and then you see the glimpse of evil Loki, and it's yeah. The only, the only again, downfall of most of these films, the villain. Mm. Not Loki as the villain, but that machine. 
the destroyer. It was rubbish. Mm. Yeah, really. And again, easily defeated. Yeah. The the plot for Thor was strong. I think so. Um, What's his dad's name? Odin. Odin. Thank you. I want to call him Obadiah. That's not right. (laughs) Odin's son. Thor Odin's son. Yeah. yeah, Son of Odin. Um, I think I put it so low down. Will his son be called Thor's son? I think so. (laughs) Cool. Okay. Um, Why did I put it down so low? I think it was just... I liked it, but yeah, Destroyer was pretty bad. There wasn't too much action. I don't like his sidekicks. I don't really like Chris Hemsworth that much. You know, what? I really like him. See, I think I think that will boost it up a little bit for me. I yeah. like Chris Hemsworth. I think so. Yeah. I think they could have probably lessened Natalie Portman's part in it a little bit because I don't really think she added too much to it. She just showed a glimpse of love interest. Mm. It wasn't great deal of love interest. Selvig again. You just show. You just showed three smart people, like figuring out this who this guy is, yeah. maybe believing he was for, maybe not believing he's for. Then all of a sudden he is for. Yeah. Because I thought he was mental at the start. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's. I mean maybe that adds a bit more comedy to it as well. But um, and then introduce yeah. Hawkeye in this film. Mm. Yeah. Briefly. But this is the thing, like the fact that you're, like we're saying, you're you're thinking of things to say that's bad about it, but like. Just because slow down doesn't mean it's bad. It's obviously bad that's in the context true. of these that's films. That's true. It's, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's it really not, is not a bad no, film. Exactly, this is the thing. I think um, it's the same relation to what I've just said about Ant Man. Yeah. I think I think from about for us four to about twelve, four number four to twelve, they're all just gonna be yeah. well. I there think, or thereabouts. They're all gonna, they're all sevens yeah. to seven point five. I think nine to twelve for me, or eight to twelve for me, can all be mixed up, and then for me. Five to seven could be mixed up, mm. and then the top four are definitely the top four for me. Because now I'm thinking about it, I think maybe Thor should go above Ultron. Mm. But yeah, I like, so the thing most thing I like about Thor is just like the relationship between Thor and Loki. Yeah, I just like I that like, is yeah. I just really, I really, I really like Thor. I really enjoy Loki as a regular character and as a like a a villain character. He's the best villain. He really is because he. Do you think that's due to the due to writing or acting? Uh, both. both. I think because he's the villain who has the most character development. Yeah, definitely. He's the most charisma. Yeah. Um, and I think you actually care about him. Mm. I don't think it's necessarily writing either. I think it's just the character of Loki. He is a magi- mischievous character, and I think that's what people mm. can relate to a little bit as well. Mm. Is it this film that you see um, Loki's background that he's not fully yeah. as guardian? Yeah, see, a... I think I like that as well. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Do you understand it? Yeah. Do you understand why? See, he maybe four goes up in my rankings personally. Maybe. I mean, a seventh, so it's it's banging. It's just above the middle, so mm. for me, it's... I like their world as well. Like Asgard, I like the world. It's like mm. kind of like well, it's kind of like futuristic. It's kind of medieval at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, number eight for me was Guardians of the Galaxy two. Okay. That was high up for me. So. But, um, where did you put it? Um, I don't know. Wait, wait, Chris, where did you put it? Fifth. Or not? Okay. For me, it's fourth. So should we talk about it when we get? Yeah, so, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it. Then. Right. So number, let's talk about Winter Soldier. We're really talking about Guardians of the Galaxy anyway. But Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Winter Soldier then. Okay, so yeah. You were quite low down on your list. Eleventh. Mm. But, but it was bang in the middle of ours. Yeah. What did you like about it? Why is it bang in the middle? Wait, what do you mean? What's bang in the middle for you? Winter Soldier. No, is that seventh or eighth? Oh well, okay. Well, mm, above middle then. Oh, okay. So yours is seventh for both of you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Semantics. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I really liked it because obviously I'm a Captain America fan. I love Tower at the beginning. Um, they just give like a little snippet of, although it's 
kind of wishy-washy, like him running with uh, Sam Wilson, and that's where, where he leads to later. Like, oh, can you can we lay, can we stay at your place, sort of thing. Yeah, it's kind of wishy-washy, but fair enough. I don't I didn't mind it. The introduction, um, I like the whole. I think the whole storyline of Hydra, um, Hydra. No, yeah, Hydra compromising Shield. I think is really good, quite and quite clever. I just like how um, Captain America like sort of doesn't know who to trust, sort of thing. Because you can imagine him, he's quite a, um, like, he's a he's quite a honest character. So, like, I would imagine he was sort of, like, a person who would be, like, give you the benefit of the doubt, so he would trust yeah. a lot of people. But obviously, when he finds out the nuclear theory, he dies, inverted commas, and he's like, okay, I'm not sure who I can trust, who I can tell about X, Y, Z. I thought that was really cool. I like the bit where it's revealed to them, when they're in that, that like, army bit, and it's revealed to them, like, what's been happening over the past 70 years with Hydra and everything. Yeah. Um... What else do I like about it? Do you know what I don't like about it? Go on. The USB bit. The Why? USB bit in the vending machine. <laughs> Why? Because yeah, anyone could have taken that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah anyone could have taken that. That's true. If I was a janitor and I saw that, I'd be like, "Why is there a USB in my?" Yeah. And I'll take it and put it. In. That's true. And then the fact that Black Widow figured out straight away where it was mm. was a bit like, hmm. But she's uh, a super spy. True, I suppose. And then the fact that I think at the beginning he's like a bit like. Oh yeah, why are we doing? Why are you getting all this information when we should be saving people? I like I like that bit because mm. it shows a bit more. Maybe agent, maybe agent, maybe Shield isn't so clean as it it yeah. should be. Maybe, and but that wasn't even Hydra saying to do it. It was Nick Fury who is. Mm. Yeah, and you kind of wanted a bit of backstory to Nick Fury in this film. Like it, it made me want to see a Nick Fury film. Mm. You get a little bit about his eye, don't you? Yeah, very um, briefly. Sorry, just got to read off the quick things that I liked about it. Um, so, I like the fact that Bucky Barnes is in it because, again, with Peggy Carter dying, he's the, really... Because everyone else Steve Rogers knew is dead. So he's really the only person who provides any sort of, you know, vulnerability for the character. So obviously he wants to stop this guy who's trying to kill him, but he's also like, this guy was my best friend. And like, he's been, he, now he's now evil, so I have to try and do something to stop him. But I can't kill him. Yeah, that sort of thing. So yeah, that's I like that. That dynamic's quite interesting. Um, what else? I don't know. I had a point in my head, but I literally can't remember where it was. But yeah, go on. You say what you. Well, what I liked, why it's so high up my list, and I think, is there's just so much action. Yeah. It is just yeah, boom, is boom, 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 yeah. boom. And I think the Russo brothers who directed it, the way they direct the action is really good. Mm. Like their camera movements are slick. Like there's a lot of times when you watch action films you can kind of look a bit blurry because you have no... Things are happening so frenetically that you don't know what's happening. And I think, obviously, the editing's quick in this, but it. I think that the, the shots are a little bit longer so you can kind of see what's going on more. And then, like, their camera's a lot more fluid, so you kind of, you know, you, you kind of... The camera will go down with one character and then turn around and you see another bit of action. And it's just so slick. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Winter Soldier's pretty good villain, mm. I think. I feel like he should be an Avengers villain rather than just a Captain America villain because I feel like he is that powerful that it would take all of the Avengers to kind of destroy him. Mm. Well, he um, is essentially, eventually, that... Villain, what, what, Avengers 2.5? Well, yeah. Slash Captain America 3. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't like Bucky, but... That's fair. Yeah. Do you know what would have been good? Do you remember in, in uh, Captain America 2 where... I think it's just after they find out that um, Hydra's been in S.H.I.E.L.D. and then the one, one, two of them are talking to each other like on, a, on the steps before one before they get captured he gets captured by 
uh, Falcon and he kind of like embraces him like to kind of like give him a hug sort of thing and then he goes like whispers Hell Hydra yeah it would have been really good if maybe in a couple of the films before they you would have seen a few officials from like S.H.I.E.L.D. just like embracing each other but not hearing what they say but just being like mm. yeah, you know, yeah. Like, so you're like, oh that's what they were doing in the last in the last film wait so. this is Captain America 2 isn't it ah a little bit I wanted to tell you both so I've seen a bit of research okay and that, that's the bit I liked about this film it references the future, the past, the present of the uh, MCU. Mm. Oh, is this where the... So the... I looked up what Marvel characters from Ohio. Okay. So, right, so give us some context. Why are you looking up which Marvel characters from Ohio? Because in Captain America 2, when they interrogate one of the Hydra infiltrators, mm. he says that we know about loads of different people, one of them being Stephen Strange, one of them being... Uh, Bruce Banner. Egypt- Bruce Banner. Egyptian... Yeah, person. Egyptian, uh, someone from Egypt, who I believe is to be Moon Knight. Mm. Um, Not sure who Moon Knight is. because they had this technology to predict past, present, future, future threats, threats, right? Yeah. yeah. So Moon Knight, I believe, is the Egyptian character they're talking about. I could be wrong. I don't it could know. could be Apocalypse. It could be. <laughs> and then this is, this guy's called... So... I don't know how to say that name. They also say, So this one you're on about is the... Ulysses um, Yeah. The valedictorian from, from Ohio. Ohio. So, what was the name? Ulysses Kane. Ulysses Kane was born to a couple of tour guides Freakman. in Point Pleasant, Ohio. He also lived with 15 foster siblings who were difficult cases from all over the state, adopted by his parents to ensure their future. Was friends... Uh, they were all friends at grad school with a local girl named Amy, the daughter of the sheriff. What's his superhero name? Who's the other one? Didn't you say he becomes the Hulk or something? Alias Predictor. No. See, I thought it was that, but then I looked up a bit more. So he, so he becomes the Predictor. Uh, after finishing high school, um, his name, attended Ohio State University. He was a fairly tame student who got along with everybody. He didn't leave much impression either. When the Terrigan cloud released by Black Bolt swept through the campus, uh, he was exposed to cloud, underwent terogenes- terogenesis. Terogenesis? Which is also... Uh, that is what's high, highly talked about in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the okay. terogenesis, I think. So do you feel like he may appear in... Well, I feel like that might be who they're talking about because the only other reference I've had to it is the guy who's playing the new Hulk. Um, I can't remember his name. Where is his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. But the guy in the new characters who they've made the Hulk, it could also be him, but... Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean... cool. It was a it was a solid action film. Really, for me. Like, it was like kind of like a spy spy sort of yeah. espionage sort of thing. It was really cool. What was your number seven, Chris? Four. Four. We just spoke about that. Didn't what we? was your number six? Do you know in what's my number eight? We've talked about number eight. Which was thought no, two. We, 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 that was yours, wasn't it? Yeah, we spoke about it. Really. Oh. Two was your number eight, mate. Did we just speak about it? Yeah, yeah we really spoke about four too. What was your number six? Ah man. What was yours? So mine was uh, Iron Man 3, so we've talked about that quite a bit. Captain America 1. Captain America 1. Alright, let's move on to number 5. Iron Man 1. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Okay, mine was Ant-Man. So, where's Guardians of the Galaxy 2 on your list? 4. 4. So we've talked about Guardians of the Galaxy 2 then, because we're kind of at the middle. Pretty much spoke about really it. Really spoke about it, yeah. Good film. <laughs> it's, it's a film where you... Like, again, you, it's like we were talking about the other week about... Um, 
Fast and Furious, but it's one I can get on board with a bit mm. more that you just kind of take it for what it is. It's a mm. bunch of misfits who have become saviors of the universe, mm. and they. But why is it so high up your lists? I just think I just think, I couldn't think of apart from I can't believe why I said was bad about it. The bit about uh, Rocket and Hondu, and the bit about um, the CGI for uh, Ego Skeleton. Apart from that, I really enjoyed the rest of them. Like, made me laugh. I was engaged for pretty much the whole thing. Um, it's one film that I could definitely watch again. Um, I did. Li- I liked the the storyline between the family. I liked the story family lines between Peter and his dad, um, Gamora and Nebula. Um, I suppose those were the two main ones, didn't it? So I quite, I quite, enjoy- I enjoyed watching them. I liked seeing how it all played out. Um, oh, the yeah, the fact that they defeated the villain fairly easily was a bit, a bit rubbish. But I liked how Yondu sacrificed himself. That was really that was a uh, really good, and I love the bit at the end with the whole funeral, the fireworks, and everything like that. Yeah, I thought that was really really cool. Um, yeah, I just think it's a really really, really good film. I'll give it a solid probably eight point five. Eight point wow, jeez. For me, uh, I think it's again a bit biased because I think they've done so much well. They've done so well with the characters in the first film that I just am biased because I've really liked all the characters. There's yeah. not one character. I think, wow, I really hate them. Because mm. I really like Yondu. I really like his sidekick guy. I really like Peter Quill. I really like Dra- Drax. I really like Nebula. I really like... Dem- I like them all. Mm. Like They're all really good characters. And although I feel the villain was a bit naff, again, you've got the character building. You've got like Peter and his dad and like how Peter's a bit like, oh, I love my dad. Like, mm. and then, But then you kind of see the twist where he's like, well, hold on, I love my mum and you've just essentially yeah. killed my mum. That revelation for me... Probably made the film, I think. Yeah. Because in a lot of films, you'd be like, what? Like, and stand and, back. But he was yeah. just like straight up, like, bam, 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 Yeah, bam, bam, I, bam, loved, bam. I loved that reaction. Honestly, their yeah. reaction was so good, I think. Because it's the sort of thing I would do, I think, if, it was, if I was in that situation. Yeah. yeah. I love the revelation how basically. I mean, we kind of knew that obviously his dad had some sort of ulterior motive. But yeah. the fact that he, the only reason he want, he's looking for Peter is so that he can fulfill his destiny in both commas. And he's got millions of children who he's killed already yeah. trying to do this sort of thing think, so. the thing for me was that um, the villain was bad like, straight up it was bad um, I didn't know Ego the Living Planet was a bad guy I knew that this was going to be in the film but I didn't know he was a bad guy I genuinely thought the golden people were going to be the bad guys invading this place and then Peter Quill having the revelation that he has to leave this place because he's a saviour of the galaxy and he can't stay with his dad um, I'll probably give it 7.5 slash 8 I'm not really sure only because this whole celestial business which was just shut down immediately. Like it was no, it wasn't hard enough to shut it down. But then, so like maybe what I was saying earlier, maybe he wasn't actually a celestial. Maybe he just thought he was a celestial. Um, I'm curious to why he doesn't have his powers because his dad's now now dead. Now dead, yeah, that doesn't make sense to I'm me either. I'm curious about that. Yeah, because there's mm, there's no. no... Didn't they take it away from him? No, no when, the, dad... when the planet got destroyed, his his uh, when they. Uh, put the explosion on the thing on his brain and his brain's like exploding you see his powers kind of go like just fizzle out yeah, yeah that doesn't make sense he should have impregnated Gamora before he <laughs> before that happened then she well this been... is another thing this is I like, like their little to and fro yeah yeah so, for, so I and did oh, like it. I found out something actually the other oh, day sorry uh, that Peter Cole named his ship after his childhood uh, love interest I believe what's the ship called I don't know <laughs> fair enough <laughs> that's a useless fact <laughs> Um, so maybe that could come into it at some point I did like the film um, I think that's true I could be lying about that true. it was <laughs> a good comedy film a lot funnier than the first I feel like the reason why it was a bit lower down my list was I thought the action was pretty weak some of the CGI was pretty bad uh, the villain was shit too sentimental it just 
it tried to take the best bits of the first film and run with that too much. Didn't really introduce much new um, for us to be like, oh, wow, like, you know. Baby Groot, obviously... The, uh, again, the opening scene with the big worm thing. Mm. We spent, like, two, three minutes following Baby Groot just shuffling. And it was mm. funny for the first bit. And in the end, I was like, this is really... You are playing on this too much. Um, so, yeah, it was number... I think number eight for me, I Fair think. Um, lower Down Than Winter Soldier, Iron Man 3, Ant-Man. Um, I sort of... Uh, I reckon if we re- revisited this in the year time, it'd probably be low on my list. But it, like, like I said earlier, it's the most fresh in my mind, so that's probably one of the reasons why I've got it so high. I think for me, as I was saying earlier, it's it's a mix-up between five and seven. Yeah. Like, they could all rotate between those three for mm. me. Uh, yeah. That's I think also the fact that... So, Guardians of the Galaxy was another one of those films that I thought, oh, my God, it's going to be shit. And, like, there was such a gamble for them. Yeah. And then it... It, it surpassed everybody's expectations yeah, it became like, yeah. this huge like James Gunn was like some sort of low budget kind of indie director before this and now he's gone boom and all, yeah. even like Chris Pratt and yeah. you know they're well known actors but they're like mega stars now mm. and I think there was, therefore there was so much expectation for the follow up and I don't think it necessarily disappointed it just didn't capture the essence that the first one did for mm-hmm. me but we're approaching our top five, so I think yeah. let's recap. Okay. Fifteen to five. We'll do it individually. Wait, we do ten to five because we did we did fifteen to eleven. Wait, we haven't just done our fifth. Yeah, so we're at five. So oh, right, okay, all... cool. Yeah. So just in case, because it's been a we're already at two hours sixteen, yeah. so I reckon people might not remember too much. So Obi, give us fifteen to five. All right, so fifteen for me is Hulk. Fourteenth is Iron Man three. Then we've got Doctor Strange, Thor two. Avengers 2, Iron Man 2, a lot of twos there, um, Ant-Man, Thor, Captain America 2, Captain America, uh, Iron Man 1, it's fifth for me. Okay, so we haven't talked about Iron Man 1 yet, but cool, we'll do that in a sec. Chris? Hulk, 15th, and 14th we've got Iron Man 3, 13th we have Avengers 2, 12th we have Captain America, 11th we, no, I'm changing it man, nah, no, 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 uh, 11th is Iron Man 2, 10th is Captain America 2, 9th is Doctor Strange, 8th is 4, 2, 7th is 4, 6th is Ant-Man, and 5th is Guardians Galaxy 2. Cool. Mine is 15 Hulk, 14 Thor 2, 13 Captain America, 12 Iron Man 2, 11 Doctor Strange, 10 Thor, 9 Avengers Age of Ultron, 8 Guardians Galaxy Volume 2, 7 Captain America Winter Soldier, 6 Iron Man 3, which I think is the biggest difference we've mm. had so far. Well, um, also me and Captain America and you guys. Yeah, but you're an anomaly. <laughs> and then 5 Ant-Man. Where, where's your Captain America? Uh, uh, six. Oh, six. Six. So, again, who do you agree with? I'll be interested. Who Groove do you agree Groove. with? Not necessarily about Captain America, but our lists are now starting to change a Not little bit, be, yeah. quite, be quite diverse. I feel like our top four would be very similar. So, at this point... Tweet us like what are you, what are you thinking about so far? Any are you, huge outrage change? Who do you think's the moron out of us? Yeah, who do you agree with? Like, oh, uh, I just said who do you agree with, and you coughed, Glenn. So <laughs> boom, yes. Tweet us YC Podcast Seventeen. Uh, we're on Instagram, your average critics. Facebook, your average critics. How how is it going so far? You've been two hours and eighteen minutes. If you're into still this. with us, then well done. You are a legend. You're a, cha- and you're a champion. Honestly, the top four is probably what you've all been waiting for. 
Um, I would suggest putting like time codes into the description, but you've got to listen through this shit to deserve the top four. Um, yeah, tweet us your thoughts uh, on the MCU in total. What about Agent Carter? Have you seen it? Agent for Shield. Um, and then after we've said our number one, we'll talk a little bit about what we think the future of the MCU is going to be. So uh, Are yeah, talking about TV. We can briefly snip over it. Okay, cool. Hopefully, website coming soon as well. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll we'll see we'll see. So get involved on, with us across all social media platforms. Um, also, subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us, us a, on iTunes. Yeah, give us a review, five stars. Um, and then any sort of interactions, welcome. Yeah, please do questions, comments, good or bad. We want to get involved with our listeners. Um, so now number four. For me is Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, cool. That was number three for me. Chris, what's your number four? I'm having a domestic in my head again. Oh <laughs> I mean, he's, Iron written, Man. he's written down Iron Man. Iron Man. Okay. Cool. I had Iron Man at five. And what was your number four? My number four was... Scars of the Two. Okay, cool. So let's talk about... Let's talk about Iron Man then. Because you had it four, you had it five. Mm-hmm. So... Oops, kick us off. Yeah. It... It's just a great film, like, kicks off the whole... I think because I've watched it twice now. I think when I watched it the first time, I was like, oh, it's okay. But after I watched it the second time after, like, Age of... I think it was after Age of Ultron, so after we've had a barrel of films, and I was like, this is just such a sick film. Like, I don't... Like, Tony... For me, probably, Tony Stark is the lead. Is the lead. I know they say Captain America, but Tony Stark is the lead of the Avengers. Yeah. So, like, it was good. Like, you see his his origin, I think, is... Probably the most interesting, I would say. Obviously, his parents die when he's young. Um, <clears throat> billionaire playboy thrant. Billionaire playboy thrant. Like, he's this guy who's just obsessed. Well, not obsessed, but like this genius who pretty much is, I would say, obsessed with making money through any means, like with food war. He doesn't really give a shit about it. And then he's just like dumped into this uh, unthinkable situation where he's being made to make a machine, but like I don't know like not for not for so obviously before when he was when he was making his products he would make them then he wouldn't see where it goes beyond that like he makes them or he, he like um, designed the tech and then whatever happens happens after that but this one he's like he's in this was it like a cave or something and he's like being made to see like what his creations are leading to yeah sort of thing repercussions 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 for his actions exactly and like I just really enjoy his like turnaround I think the fact that um, uh, he come when he comes back and um, he's like obviously wants to change the way the company do things and the fact that uh, the rest of the, his company the board like all they all think he's going like nuts and like they wanna they wanna stop him and the main villain Obadiah is the villain because he wants to stop he wants to one take over the company and two stop Tony Stark from uh, changing the way the company works because obviously he wants to just keep making money for making uh, for war um, what's the word war profiteering or something yeah. Like that. yeah yeah that sort of thing so I think that that's the tie for why he's the villain I think it's very strong because people are really motivated by money <laughs> basically yeah. and I think he's a strong he's a, he's a really strong villain probably well maybe not really strong but he's a good villain I would say I mean such a fucking brilliant start mm. to this MCU yeah because obviously they'd already planned up to like Avengers and probably a bit beyond so you think if you if you you know you got that ambition, um, I mean I had it number three on my list and it was 
pretty close to number two. Mm. Um, yeah, it's such a strong start to the franchise. If this film had been shit, Avengers wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Because, I mean, after especially after Hulk. And then, mm. you know, they, these film, the first few films didn't make that much money. Mm. Like, Hulk made, like, 250 million off a 150 million budget. Mm. But do you think that's because... I think there's, like, the underlying thing that Avengers almost kick-started, pushed it to another level... Yeah, so is it yeah. because of that? But this, but Iron Man one created the appetite mm. for mm. these characters, and you know introduced this kind of because up until this point, Marvel did make films or Marvel characters appeared in yeah. films yeah. like X Men, Blade, yeah. uh, Daredevil. Daredevil, Punisher, but a Punisher they weren't they weren't that well received, mm. um, and B it was kind of I guess they were th- this brought it into the mainstream mm. which. Some diehard people might think it's a bad thing, but like if you look at all the superhero, it's changed the way blockbusters. Yeah. It's just changed blockbusters. Yeah. The landscape of blockbusters now are like first, you know, proper post-credit scenes. Mm. It just builds anticipation. Just builds and builds and builds and builds. And there's like so many Easter eggs for the people that are kind of more diehard fans. Mm. It's just the epitome of a great way to start a, yeah. a franchise. I just want to say quickly, also, I feel like Robert Danny Jr. needs to take a lot of credit for this. Because yeah. I feel like he his charisma and his like, gra- gravitas, it always, like any any um, Marvel film that he's in is made better by just him being in it. Yeah. Like, his, the, like the, the way his character is, is always just like, either a bit, nice bit of comedic relief or, you know, his actual character, like, the actual Iron Man character is pretty much always like quite pivotal to the story yeah. whatever, whatever it's like his, his attitude to situations is uh, pretty much spot on in most things mm. yeah thing is I lo- like about this film is that yeah again like you said it's the opening to all of it mm. and then they obviously you've got the comedic relief with like the McDonald's bit and uh, all this other stuff but um, it's action constantly like yeah. there is action and I think like what I really like about it is like I don't see myself I can't see myself ever like creating a suit but you can like relate to it a little bit more and the fact that you see him create the suit and you see him uh, what's the word you see him play about with the suit and like work it see what's wrong see what's right tinkering kind of tinkering with it yeah and I think that's what the great the greatness of it is it's so simplistic but yet so advanced all at the same time like mm. they've used the basics of any film have enhanced it so well and yeah I just think I think that's why it's so good to be honest yeah. and like you said RDJ and his quality in it yeah I think he's again he's like he's got a lot of flaws which you can you know he's more realistic like unlike Captain America who's just a perfect specimen whereas you know this guy's he's arrogant he's a bit of a dick mm-hmm. but also the fact that there's the human characters that actually really care for mm. like I can't think of other we talked about how we don't really care for Jane Foster or Eric Selvig or even whoever Kat Denning plays in Thor. Um, and it, but whereas like Happy and Pepper Potts, mm. you're like, oh yeah, these are nice characters and you want to see them in the other films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially in Iron Man well, 3 when Happy gets blown up, you're like, oh shit, like, I hope he, hope he survives. Pepper Potts is one of those characters that for me has just gone from up here <laughs> and just gone down a slope. I really didn't like, I would like to look character less and less. Yeah. Happy, he's always stayed on par up here. But you know, he's like this smarmy guy. He's like, I think just... 
great way to start it's the franchise. There's also a witty comeback as well. Yeah. Yeah. Was Black Widow in this one or was she in number two? She's number two. And what was the post-credit scene on this one? This was There was one, wasn't there? Because remember, I remember you saying there wasn't one and we watched it and there was one. It's got to be Nick Fury. I think it was yeah. It has to be. The... I think as well, like... Is Nick Fury like shown in... Didn't he not take him into S.H.I.E.L.D. and show him some loads of stuff or something? Must have done, yeah. I li- well, I, first, yeah, second. I liked in this film as well the technology as well, like the way the guy managed to get round Tony Stark as well, like how he used that zapper thing and made Tony Stark paralysed. I think, I, just, I think it was just quality. It was really hard, because for me, two and four can be interchanged, I think. Mm. Two and four? but Between not... two and four. Two, three, oh, okay. and four yeah. two, three and four can be interchanged for me. I think what number one for me is a definite... And I think it's going to take a hell of a lot to ever beat that for me. I agree. A hell of a lot. Wow. Okay, well, actually, I just looked at your list and it was not what I expected. Okay. So, my number four was Guardians of the Galaxy. You put that number three? Three, yeah. And where did you put that? Two. Two. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Why is it number two? Okay. You got five misfit characters. It's like I was saying in the first, the second one. You got five misfit characters that play well. So it's so good there, chemistry. and the chemistry yeah, is hard. unreal. And like yeah. the way you see like Rocket Raccoon and Groot just like combine their forces together to be like this unstoppable duo, and then Peter Quill's charisma, and then you got Gamora's like bad attitude along with Drax's bad attitude. It's just like. Wow, like you would never expect these five yeah. characters to work so well and together. The casting, yeah, really good. It must, like, yeah, it was. It must be really, like, credit them because it must be really hard playing alongside um, what's the name, Groot and Rocket because they're not. Act- I imagine they're not actually, actually there. there. Yeah. So you're kind of like reacting to something that's not there. So like to be able to. Um, Do you know what? that reminds me of the bad CGI in the film? Um, when Peter Quill has uh, Groot resting on his hat, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's so I far away from his hand, it's like well. he should have like closed his hand a bit more. I noticed that as well. But yeah. um, is this the first one? Or the second? second one. That's the second, second one. But this this one was really good. Like you had several different stories going on, and like it's expected. It's five different characters, and it all was fine. Like there was all no work. point where I went, yeah, yeah there was no point where I went, oh, their story's not really being told too much. Like obviously, like you don't really hear much about Rocket Raccoon's story, like. You, you know why he's why he is, but I don't think you really need to know too much about. Him. I mean, Groot again, very mysterious. You don't really know anything about Groot. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that can be touched upon in another series. I don't know, but like the other three, the three human characters, mm-hmm. or not human, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You got the story of all of them. Like you got Gamora's link to Thanos, which is really good. You got Drax's link to Thanos, which is really good, and then you got Peter Quill, which just. Yeah. Us, but in space, yeah. having a laugh. Like. It was just so unexpected. Um, this thing, I didn't expect it to be good. No, mm. it was funny. It was actually packed. Um, it was sweet. Like, mm. you know, when Groot, kind of, you think he's dead at the end and he sees a little yeah. sprout. And you're like, I never thought I'd like these characters. Neither did I. This is the thing. It the surprised reason, me. The reason for me it's number four mm. is Ronan the Destroyer, whatever mm. the fuck his name is. Fucking... One of the worst villains <laughs> in the MCU yeah. to date. I would happily have watched an entire film of them being the anti-heroes, where they're, you know, like a cape crusade thing, you know, they're like on the run. Or they're in... The prison bit was great. Yeah. I loved that uh-huh. prison fight scene. Oh, so good. When they've got John C. Riley and Peter Serafina, which is characters, the Nova people, mm. like trying to find them. That is what I would want to see. Mm. Like an escape. Who are these Nova people? The, the, the... Is this planet Nova? I don't know. Different. I think they're called Nova Prime. I'm sure it's called Nova something, but okay. they're the they're the you know who I mean. Yeah, I know who you're on about and now. Yeah, when yeah. Peter Sofrin yeah. just like 
What a holes or something? Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember. What, I'm sure the leader is called Nova Prime. I might be completely. Maybe, maybe I might be completely yeah. wrong. I love the bit where um, where Peter Quill does like the dance off bit where he's like, <laughs> <laughs> where he's yeah. distracted. I thought that was it was so funny. Yeah. I didn't expect it. It was just retro. It was cool. The yeah, music was fantastic. Yeah. The only thing that reason it's lower down on my list is because of Ronan. That's right. He's terrible. Like, thing for me, I agree with you. Ronan's a terrible character, and I, that scene where he's putting on his mask and his face paint and stuff was so just mm. unnecessary. Mm. I mean, it was grim because obviously they smushed that man's head, but it was unnecessary. But I think it showed that kind of. It was that point of which you saw Thanos, and you saw that Thanos has his henchmen in places, and they're not necessarily doing it for Thanos; they're doing it for themselves. Mm. But then, in the long run, you know that Thanos could probably just smush him. And he's just, he's just letting other people do it because he's almost lazy. Yeah. You get the feeling that he's just like, you he know, doesn't need to waste his time. Time, yeah. Mm. So I think that's good. And then, and then that, and that guy. I know he's a bad villain, but he kind of tied into Gamora's like and Nebula's mm. backstory quite a bit. So yeah. yeah, for me, like strong plot plus action plus comedy equals a great film. Yeah. That's, and what you got, that's what this is and you saw the family bit as well because like, obviously the family between them five yeah. then like you're saying whoever these Nova people are and he, he's saying about his pink wife and all this stuff and that you saw the family bit at the end didn't mm. you where he comes together with them and also I like the fact that they explained Peter Quill like there was mystery there was mystery behind him like it's really sad beginning mm. you saw his development you saw he became this guy and then yeah you just and then you find out why he's like who he is I really like Yondu as well yeah yeah, Yondu. Good, good side villain, or not even a side villain, really. It's mm. just a good mercenary, I guess. Okay, so mm, Guardians is your number three. Yeah. What's your number three? Captain America three. Okay. And this is why I think that I think this is why I think my three are interchangeable because I think at times, I think my, my mm. I think at times Iron Man like is Iron Man's one of those films I could watch over and over again and I think I'd never get bored mm. and Captain America 3 maybe it'd be the same maybe it'd be the same but again wait what are we talking about number 3 yeah I'm talking yeah. about Captain America I think the only the only downfall for me is that it's so heavy Bucky Barnes or- orientated and yeah. like <clears throat> I get it I don't, don't get me wrong I don't not get it and I thought the only oh, Russo Brothers they've done it spot on mm. like they're so good at what they do like they brought characters together and they made them all likeable in this thing Bar Bucky Barnes, obviously, because that's yeah. pretty hard for me. But they've introduced characters in this, and you're like, wicked. Like, I mean, obviously, we. I remember after we finished that film, we all had questions on like how Black Panther was so speedy and how he wasn't getting hurt by anything. We all found out it's like the vibranium can do all this stuff. So I was like, okay, whatever. And he saw Ant Man's big secret that he could go large. Then he got the introduction of Spider Man, which again can refer back to our trailer thing where should this been said in the yeah. trailer probably shouldn't have been no it should definitely not and have then been. i like spider-man's suit in that like how his eyes moved a bit pretty cool huh spider-man in general Simon, just... yeah it was it was wicked mm. it was solid... are we talking about captain america now are we like oh, where sorry. did you put it oh sorry no I'm just... i feel like you put it number two i put it, I did put it number two because i put it number one okay. oh okay sorry i started just let's, no, let's about it. It. i love it I, I do think it's a quality film like i love how they reference star wars when he's wrapping around ant-man as well i think it's quality, but I just think for me, there's like a few points in it where I was like, mm, this is not this is not how it should be. Like, one of them was when Bucky and Captain America are fighting Iron Man, and they're beating Iron Man, and in fact beat Iron Man. I thought, I think maybe I'm wrong to think this, but I think that's wrong. Why? I feel like Iron Man should have won that. Why? I feel like Iron Man could have just gone like that and just zapped them both away, 
and he would have won that fight. But maybe that's just me. That's probably just me. The shield uh, probably deflect that, to be fair. True, but I don't think he had the shield at that point. I think it was on the no, floor. He used the shield oh, they were throwing it towards each other, weren't yeah, they? He used the shield to smash him down. Yeah, I mean, I think Captain America was pretty ruthless in that. And I think maybe it's my opinion that Captain America was slightly wrong. But then, like you said, Captain America thinks Bucky of his family, so... Yeah. But then, haven't the, but then haven't these, Captain America but then haven't there. these, haven't these people over the next, what, let's say that the, when was Avengers in 2010, 12. 12, so the last three years or four years, they've become a family together mm. and they've worked together side by side and he's just suddenly gone. That, that was my problem with the film. But then think about it. Yeah. Because, so he's not, no, what, sorry, quickly think about, um, so he was his uh, best friend from childhood. So let's say they met when he hadn't seen him for oh, seventy five years. But well, he was frozen. So really, it's only been three, four years that he hasn't seen him. Yeah, but no, when frozen. he does, when he does see him, he's also a villain, and he's like trying to kill him, and he doesn't remember him. Well, until, this is like, still right your, 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 your I mean, best friend I'm, of twenty. Probably, I'm hundred percent with you. Plus but years. at the same time, I see what you're saying. Like you want to make like you see someone and, and, and you and you want to the world that you you, you want to make them good again don't you you want to make them good but this this storyline isn't necessarily making him good again well it is because obviously you want to stop the people from saying them funky words yeah. but it's not making him good again it's like protecting him undevotedly Undiv- like yeah. he just he, there's nothing that won't not let him protect him I know, if, I know. He killed. He killed Iron Man's parents, yeah. and no one told Iron Man that. I mean, I understand for secrecy because Iron Man got pissed, but no one told him that. I feel like his loyalty to Bucky, whilst admirable, is also unlike. Are you also not loyal to the other Avengers who you've saved the world with oh, no, twice, I, I, I disagree, I disagree. Um, and you've worked with for. Uh, Long time and but not as long as he's been friends with him. But and still, they went to war together. But to protect Bucky against, yeah, but he went to war with them in Avengers. True. He, probably I a know, bigger, greater war than he did I know with Bucky. Was, I know it was the Winter Soldier that killed Iron Man's parents, not Bucky. Yeah. But to protect Bucky against that for me is just his his moral code there is all wrong. Like I think you'd feel different if it was if you were in his. Oh mate, his no, shoes. it's just fuck it. That really fuck imagine it was your bro- imagine it was your brother, yeah, your brother. <laughs> and he, no, imagine it's your brother, and you know for a f- complete fact that he was brainwashed into killing these people. Would you not protect him? Was my brother? He's not. He's basically his brother. Uh, mate, if I was if I was frozen for seventy years and then Chris turns up and he's like evil. And then I've got... Yeah, but you don't... It's not as if he was in the ice and he knows, oh, shit, yeah, 70 years has passed. Like, he probably just got frozen and then woke up like that and it wasn't even... But he knew it's been 70 years. Yeah, but that's... But you didn't experience 70 years. I don't know. I'm Team Iron Man anyway. Fair enough. I'm yeah. Team I feel Cap. like... I feel I'm like Cap. I feel but, like they had... A, actually, I feel like I was slightly disappointed they didn't kill off Captain America in this. I feel like... I feel like... You know what? I thought for a second... This Sorry, Chris, to interrupt you. This is what I was talking about earlier when, like... Start having stakes and everything. I did genuinely think for a second that um, Captain America was going to kill Iron Man with the shield. Yeah, yeah. And he went, well, bang, and he actually. This got is what them. I mean. There was yeah. no, there was no, like, uh, relief. There was no, no point where you thought, wow, he's he's not going to kill him. Yeah. And it's kind of like made me think, made me think, yeah, he was that Captain America's almost becoming a villain. Yeah. Like he's got this undevoted love to this guy. Which, which, which oh, so yeah. Captain America, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that he's just going to, he would do anything and kill anyone. Yeah. When he's not, when you don't perceive him as that kind of character, yeah. I completely understood where I obviously completely understood where Iron Man's coming from. Like this guy killed your, yeah. killed your mum and dad. I mean, yeah. you didn't even care about his dad, but he killed yeah. his mum. So he was like, yeah, this guy's got a dog. Then they kill his mum and dad. They did, but he doesn't really care about his dad. 
He didn't, his, him and his dad didn't have a good relationship. Oh, yes, yeah, really yeah. mum. That's why this film's number one for me is the plot was super solid. Really strong. Even the villain um, was quite strong. To be honest, I didn't, I didn't spot that thing that you two well, you spotted it at the beginning and you might have done as well. About what? That yeah. you, you thought that Bucky Barnes had killed his Oh, yeah, I spotted that from a I didn't even notice start. that. Yeah, I was yeah. so oblivious to it. I was like, why have they shown yeah. this? Like, what the hell? Um, like, again, two, Avengers 2.0, 2.5, sorry. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man. Brilliant. Um, the bit where... Uh, oh, sorry, no, go, you go, you go. <laughs> Ant-Man. Like, all of these characters, again, like, kind of the second wave of characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't miss Thor or Hulk for a second. I thought Thor could have been uh, useful. Man. Mate, I thought Thor and Hulk... They could have done... Do you know what they could have done? They could have done an end credit scene where Thor and Hulk were fighting, because that would have been funny. Mm. Just as a... Uh, just for Bance. Just had it in there. Yeah, I just thought it was... I, I did have issues with some of it, but near on perfect. Yeah, and obviously. it Fantastic. beats... Uh, so Avengers is not my number two mm. um, beats that purely just for the fact that so Avengers I love because it brought all the characters together Lists I love because it takes terrorism apart mm. like you know you think shit how are they gonna they all have to pick sides and it's yeah. Avengers against Avengers it's basically Avengers on yeah. steroids yeah. it's yeah. like you know you sort of root in for you know you might like one character but he's on the so I'm Team Iron Man, but you know you think, oh, I actually like. I can't yeah, remember who's on I'm, whose team, but I like Ant Man, but I, he's on Captain I America's far team. I preferred Iron Man's team. I think. I'm trying to think. Yeah, now. he definitely had the stronger team. He, had the he definitely team, had the stronger yeah. team. Again, the consequences of War Machine being crippled by it. Mm. That was. I genuinely thought he was dead. So did I. I. In fact, he should have died. Yeah, I'm gonna that's yeah. the thing. They should have. One of the characters should. Have been and then you got the love interest between Vision and Scarlet Witch, which I believe is actually in the comics. So that's. Interesting. But I, I, so like, it's number two on my list. And because really, I can't think of anything that I didn't like about the film. Obviously, uh, you say you don't like Bucky being yeah. like the centre of it. That's fine. Um, and whatever. But like, just, I thought everything about it was just strong. So like, all the characters in it, sick. The fight, the, the airport scene, it's sick. sick yeah. The uh, introduce, introduction of Black Panther and him just fighting and being sick, sick. Um, Spider-Man, even though we knew he was coming, still decent. He yeah. had some really good lines. The com- the comedy in it was actually really like the bit where they're in the car and yeah. I think uh, Bucky's in the back like, can you move forward? And he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like as simple as that. Yeah. Oh, when um, they see Iron Man, um, Iron Man, can see Captain America kissing yeah. someone and they're all just like nodding like with a cheeky smile on their faces. It just makes me laugh. And the bit in the, uh, whilst they're fighting the airport when Bucky and Falcon get knocked off something and they're laying on the floor and Falcon just says, I hate you so much. <laughs> something like that, like, again... Uh, the comedy relief of it all was exactly, so spot on. Exactly. It. Comedy plus great plot plus See, good chemistry. I prefer the amount of comedy they had in this film compared to Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because I feel like in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 they really, really pushed it. Okay. And in this, I think they just did it spot on. Like They, mm. they got the kid to do the comedy and I think that's what's more relatable. Mm. Um, can someone tell me because I cannot remember for life of me one why Black Panther switched sides or didn't switch sides but then decided to help America Captain America in the end because he saw what re- what the what the um, quest for revenge had done to um, Zemo Zemo yeah. and so and did and then that's my other point is Zemo dead no yeah he shoots himself no he tries oh, no, to kill he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to let you take that way out um, but I thought Black Panther realises it's not Captain America's fault that it's father dies and it's Zemo's fault and that's why he starts helping so basically Batman is helping him and then the third point is is it Iron Man or is it Captain America who rescues the other lot what other lot yeah I feel like isn't it Iron Man because he goes to because Captain America's already on that island but he says something to them and I'm 
this is what I feel. I feel like he goes there to visit them all, says something to them all, then mysteriously all the guards are not long, no longer there or they're knocked out, and then Captain America turns up. I think right at the end, yeah. I'm yeah. not sure. Mm. So, I mean, I hope they'll come together again. But it's it shows there are little... It shows that, like, there's still, like, repercussions because it's not, obviously, it's not perfect. There's still, like, yeah. you know, division. So why is Avengers both of your number one? Well, hold on. Sorry, I haven't done number two, Phobes. Number two for me was Captain America. Oh, it was yours. Avengers. Avengers, yeah. Ah. So okay. both of yours is number one is Avengers, right? Yeah. Where do I start with it? Can I just say quickly, sorry, that I, think, I actually think that the plot line for Captain America 3 is better than the plot line for... Um, Avengers. So why is Avengers number one? Because Avengers was just the culmination of all the phase one or whatever of the films. And do you know what? And this is what I was going to say earlier before I stopped myself. The reason why, the main reason why I have this number one is the shot where they pan round to all the Avengers characters and the music gets proper dramatic and you see all of them in one shot. I was like, fuck me, this is sick. Literally, when I was watching that cinema, I had the fattest grin on my face. Like, I couldn't <laughs> stop for about five minutes. That's the main reason why I have it at number one. I just think like them coming like, it was the first time where they everyone had just come together and like you know like I'm a sucker for the for the first one like the first Iron Man was sick first Captain America was sick but yeah first Avengers just a great film Loki the best villain of anyone in the uh, Marvel Universe I think yeah. um, definitely the smartest um, comedy in it was pretty de- was actually pretty decent like I didn't think it would be that funny but it like the shawarma scene that yeah. is so I didn't see that until like three I years later you, when Chris told me about it I watched it on YouTube and it was fucking hilarious <laughs> Oh, just, no. The thing is, though, it's so basic. They're literally yeah. just sitting just there. Just eating, eating. Exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> they're exhausted. They're just eating short oh, And the shop, the shop person yeah, is just yeah, cleaning yeah. up, isn't it? so bloody funny. Uh, um, honestly, I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think of what was really bad about it, and I don't think, don't think anything. There's really, really not anything. Like, really you had, right, obviously, the thing that started the PDST. Uh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, PTSD. Then you got Loki, who... Your thought was... Uh, no longer on the scene. No, do we? Yeah. Cool. He on purpose he gets captured, doesn't he, in this film? And you kind of see the like, who's the big, who's the who's the top man in the Avengers at the moment? It's Iron Man, who's got all the tech and stuff. Mm. Uh, then you see the like little feud between the three of them. You see them build their relationships. You see their untrust towards the Hulk. You see why they're untrusted towards the Hulk. You see Agent Coulson die. Mm. I just thought, and then you like the comedy bits, like where the guys playing like. That game on his on the computer. Oh, uh, Space Invaders. Space Invaders. It? Well, I just thought it was quality. It was. Like, it was spot on, like for me. And is it, it? And for a film where you thought, oh my god, how are they gonna bring everyone together? It was yeah. such a satisfying it. phase it really one. Yeah. I could watch that film over and over. There's yeah. only one bit in the film which it still baffles me. Yeah. And I genuinely thought this character was gonna have such a bigger point scene in it. There's a woman who gets interviewed afterwards, and she says how much she like adores Captain America. I've never seen her again since. No. I thought she was gonna have some pivotal. Yeah, I can't. Her. I do remember that scene. I don't know. I don't recognize her being in anything else. Yeah. The only reason this was second for me was just because Civil War is Avengers against Avengers. Yeah. But this was such a satisfying like. Really was. I was yeah. just like, oh, this. Is and great. all the characters like. This is why I think if you had like um, Iron Man and someone like Doctor Strange, I feel like they're quite similar characters. But all the characters in Avengers, they're all quite different, so they complement each other but all really yeah. quite well, I think. That leads me to my point that I was going to ask. So, there was a rumour going about that, because obviously uh, Tony starts getting on a bit, mm. that Doctor Strange, they're trying to push him to be the no, no, don't want lead. It. Don't want no, it. Thank you. I do not no, want him to be. Not going to let you finish. No, no, no thank you. No, not a chance. <laughs> no. I, this is the thing. I worry for the future of the MCU mm. when 
uh, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Phase Jr. Phase 5 yeah. is going to be the turning point of which it's going to become... Because Phase 4 is just introducing these new ones like Captain Marvel... Uh, Black Panther. Could one argue that it's going to get like saturated, oversaturated? Oh, too much. Yeah. If they it's need not to get already. Rid of... Well, that's the thing. Yeah. If if they kill off Iron Man or Captain America or Hulk, like eventually they will, someone else will take up that mantle. But In they the... need to retire them for a little bit. And I think I don't know. I don't think Spider Man's gonna be very good. Um, and. Mm. I would like their villains to be in the MCU, but apparently he's only going to be in, you know, after Infinity War, he'll be in Spider-Man Homecoming 2, and then, yeah. then he'll go back to Sony. Why are they called Spider-Man Homecoming 2? Oh, they'll probably change the title. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, obviously the upcoming films we've got now are Spider-Man, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Spider- uh, Infinity War Part 1. Or Infinity War, I don't know what yeah. they're So for me, this is what I think is going to happen. I think Captain America's going to die. Yeah. I think there's going to be a feud between Captain Marvel and Iron Man. I think that Black Panther is going to become the kind of person who is the middleman between them both and is going to kind of almost bring them together. I would quite like Black Panther to be the leader of the Avengers. I'm looking forward to the Black Panther. I feel, because of like your reaction, I feel like a lot of people giving that reaction, I feel he might. I can't think of anyone else who would want... Uh, I, I don't know what Captain Marvel's going to be like. Maybe she would... Well, be. this is it. This is where Civil War Part 2 comes in, where it's the... Uh, from what I've read, it's between Captain Marvel and Iron Man. That's the the feud. Um, thing for me is that you've got... Uh, it's suggested that Spider-Man's a bit overpowered, so I don't know where he's going to revolve around in this universe, and is he going to be too young and naive? Then, if we go on to TV series, which we haven't spoke about in this, and we said we would, like, got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where they've got the Inhumans, they've got Ghost Rider, which has been well-received by the sounds of it. You've got Captain uh, Agent Carter, which is pre mc universe kind of related stuff. Mm. But then you've got introduced into this, you've got introduced Daredevil, you've got to introduce Iron Fish, you've got to introduce Jessica Jones, you've got to introduce Luke Cage into this whole... Are they going to be in the films? Well, no, they, I don't think they will. Um, I Dude, think in I, think, should be. I think in a thing their names were listed. Yeah. So even if they're really? just a cameo, because because you have the de- I don't know if you have the Defenders series and then you have that film. I feel like their world is too. I know it's obviously the same world, but I feel it's too different. Yeah. Tonally. Yeah. I wouldn't like a. It's quite. Cause it's an eight. It's eighteen. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't like yeah. a, a, a toned down. Dead well, maybe dead. maybe it's maybe it's maybe at the point where Thanos is killing people or something, and they're the people that get killed. Maybe. And then maybe they're brought back somehow. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's it. I don't mm. know. I mean, we're going to have to soon see. I mean, Cloak and Dagger looks pretty good as well. Yeah, it looks alright, actually. Um, be interested to see that. Mm. Well, I mean, we've gone through a long... I wasn't overly impressed with the trailer for Cloak and Dagger, to be honest. Fair enough. But I, I think it could be interesting. I think it okay. I'll give it a watch. It's like yin, yin and yang, almost, of each other. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, well... Jesus Christ, almost three hours. Should we quickly run through? Let's our... run through okay. our 15 to 1. All right, shall I go first? Yeah, are you going to go, which way, which way are you going to go? I'll go, I'll go fifth, uh, last to first. All right, go. So, this is Obi, this so... Is for, yeah, this is for me. You can see whether you agree with Obi, yeah. which you probably I mean, won't, I or mean, me. You, or... you will. You'll agree, you'll agree with my top five, I reckon. Or top four. Well, our top four are pretty much the same. Yeah, pretty, just in a slightly different order. Anyway, Hulk, 15. Then Iron Man 3. Doctor Strange. Thor 2. Avengers 2. Iron Man 2, Ant-Man, Thor, Captain America 2, Captain America 1, uh, Iron Man 1, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, 
number three is Guardians of the Galaxy. Number two is Captain America Civil War. And number one is the first Avengers. Mm. So let me know if you agree with me. I would put my my um my Twitter out on here, but you know. So look, my my name's long, so there's no point. <laughs> See I feel like I changed mine in the last one, so it might be wrong, but mine goes fifteenth Hulk, fourteenth Iron Man three, thirteenth Avengers two, twelfth Captain America, eleventh Iron Man two, tenth Captain America two, ninth Doctor Strange. Eight four two seven four sixth Ant Man fifth Guardians of the Galaxy two fourth Iron Man third Captain America three second Guardians of the Galaxy and first Avengers. So for me, it's Hulk fifteen Thor two Captain America Iron Man two Doctor Strange number ten is Thor, nine is Age of Ultron eight Guardians of the Galaxy two seven is Captain America Winter Soldier six Iron Man three five Ant Man then Guardians of the Galaxy Iron Man one Avengers and then Civil War at number one. So, again, who do you agree with? Is it me, Glenn? Is it Chris? Or is it Obi? Or is it none of us? It's not going to be Obi. It's going to be... Can I ask you a quick question before we cut this off? But um, no, no, no. They need to find out where they're going to tweet us. So, Chris, tell them. Tweet us at Podcast 17 Oh, what's your Instagram? Your Average Critics. And we're on Facebook, iTunes and SoundCloud under Your Average Critics as well. So, comment, share, subscribe, like, all that business... Please, Chris, over to you. Uh, I was going to say, out of the TV series you've watched the Marvel, mm. how would you rank them? Oh. Oh. Okay. Right. Go, go on. Not even like, seen well, it. Why, why, don't tell her, why don't you tell everyone what you've seen first? Well, I've seen all of them apart from Iron Fist. I well, know I'm... So you've seen... Oh, no, no. Okay, if you're talking about the Netflix ones. Are you talking okay. about... No, I've so, seen Agent Shield already. I've not seen Agent Shield. Okay, Shiro. so we're just doing this Netflix ones. I saw okay. one episode of Agent Shield and I thought it was shit. Uh, I've not seen Agent Carter. But for me, it will go Iron Fist bottom... Because I know it's going to be crap. Then it'd be um, Jessica Jones. Then it'd be Luke Cage. Then Daredevil Series 1. Then Daredevil Series 2. Daredevil Series 2. Punisher. Such a good character. For me, um, number one is Luke Cage. Um, Number two, Daredevil Season 2. Number three, Daredevil Season 1. Number four... Iron Fist, number five, Jessica Jones. Wow. I really didn't like Jessica Jones at all. <laughs> Chris? I say Daredevil season two. Uh, Luke Cage, Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones and Iron Fist. Cool. Fair enough. Well, thank you so much for yeah. spending the last this three hours with us. Please, um, let us know if you made it through the whole thing. Yeah, please, please do. You deserve a fucking prize. Maybe we'll give you one. This has been the lucky episode 13 um, of the MCU, which we've been teasing since the first first episode. This is like the the Avengers. (laughs) It actually is. We'll get Um, back to you in 2021 when the other films have come out. More like a civil war as well between me and Obi. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for uh, listening. Check us all our previous episodes out. We talk about Free Fire, we talk about anime, we talk about Oscars, we talk about everything. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. We're a very diverse film and TV. And also, we're going to be talking about Nollywood soon. So, oh yeah oh, so God. definitely check that episode out <laughs> That's cool. um, yeah follow us on all social media I may media. not be here for that episode guys <laughs> follow us on all social mediums share subscribe tell your friends tell your neighbours tell your cat tell a friend tell a friend exactly thank you so much for listening and I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have see you later bye <laughs>